1: And sorry about that. We are live. Uh oh. Hello, everyone. I am William. Sorry about the extra hold on the on the going on the uh, video intro. Uh, We are welcome to the Warcraft RPG campaign, uh, Storm Earth and Fire. I am William, and I'm Dungeon Master for this Warcraft campaign. Joining me today, we have Stan. Hi. Uh, Playing Josh, the Tinker Rogue. The Rogue Tinker Goblin. The Rogue Tinker Goblin. Oh, he's a goblin, yeah. I forgot and, that part of it. And Rudy?
2: Hey, I'm Rudy. I'm playing Break Earth Whisper, uh, Tauran uh, Runemaster. Alright.
1: And Holly?
0: Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Shiana Flame Carver. Uh, she's a North Rogue.
3: Yep. And Austin, actually say your character's name, please. Hi. I'm playing a troll who identifies as a troll, and he is a troll and he has gained a couple of levels in Hunter. Actually say your character's name, please. My character doesn't, re- doesn't acknowledge having a name. His name is Jagatol Wildwalker. Yes. Oh, wild
1: I don't
0: want a murder to happen down here, okay?
1: Alright, and when we do not currently have we do not currently have Zachary, he will be joining us shortly, and we do not today have John because there's stuff going on. He's going to be very busy for the next couple of days. So he's not here with us today at all, but Zachary will be here will be here shortly. Bye-bye. What? Um, I'm my feet. So when I didn't pick anything up on the feet list. <laughs> when last we left off the party, having discovered the source of the overgrowth in the northern end of the southern barrens, near the crack in the Some earth, um, met with a tauren by the name of Muyo, as well as a couple of other unique uh, hangers-on <laughs> yeah. for the for the couple of days that you were out there, uh, and had a conversation about what the nature of this place was being the, the Nightmare Scar, a place where the Emerald Dream, or more specifically the Emerald Nightmare, the corruption of that dreamscape, uh, was bleeding through into the real world, um, dealing with it and managing to move away and uh, deciding that this was probably not the best place to look for food or fresh water. Uh, brought back Muyo to assist with setting up some farmland and some fresh water for uh, for the for Desolation Hold. Uh, and had discovered and had conversations with the, with the warlord about potential options on where to go next. Uh, those options, as you had discussed, were going to the Tauren homeland of Mulgore uh, for potential aid from the Tauren, as they are a sovereign ally of the Horde. They would be obligated to send help if they can, but as had previously been discussed, there is a good likelihood that the Tauren are dealing with their own problems right now. Uh, other options included making your way over to Feralas, which was also known as a wild overgrown expanse, uh, that not a lot of contact has been had with recently, so it's hard to tell. Uh, no, one's, no one's heard. No one's been down to Camp Mojaki to converse or have or get news recently anyway. Or your other two options, which both involve going to roughly the same area. Is going to uh, one of the camps in the Dustwallow Marsh, uh, which would be the Horde, the Horde camp of Stonard, uh, which uh, is a potential option, or heading past Dustwallow Marsh further south into Tanaris to potentially set up uh, uh, lines to Gadget Zan, um, where Gadgetzan being a goblin port, is the most likely to have available resources and potential mechanisms to deliver those resources safely over the transformed landscape. Um, And the the only ways of getting to Tenaris are going either through Dustwall and Marsh or through Thousand Needles, as far as you're aware. So. But that is where your plans have been laid. Now it's up for you to decide as you awaken the next morning, gather yourselves, and are to have this conversation with Warlord Bloodhilt because he's to decide where to send you next. So you all yeah. you all meet up with the Warlord at the top of, at the top of the main tower of Desolation Hole and he's got a map laid out, uh, which is, as you note, outdated, but with the updates that you've provided with your with your ranging and your scouting. Um, so the as you meet up with him, he looks up as you enter. Ah my scouting party. Good to see you're all awake. <laughs> yes. I suppose it's time to decide where you'll be heading next.
4: I think we've decided to head toward Needles and beyond. I think we're yes. checking
1: out the Goblin Hole.
0: That's what we headed to. Down, down, down there. Last past night. Past last that. night.
4: Yeah.
1: Well, if you, if you all agree that it's the best course of action, then convince me. I have, I see many reasons to send you to many places. Mulgore being chief among them as they are our allies and should be reinforcing us. white and Aris.
4: Um, possibility of more materials down there to work with. Possibly getting some, uh, things to bring back to work with, um.
2: Here, getting,
4: uh, getting back in the skies. Yeah, more Zeppelins would definitely picking be picking up a Zeppelin to, for better maneuverability around here.
1: Mm-hmm. More Zeppelins would definitely be valuable. <coughs> heading to we would be more likely to cheat to acquire warriors and supplies, but heading to Tenaris, we would be more likely to be able to acquire equipment. And ultimately, that is what this fort is lacking: is siege equipment of any kind. Yes. So. Very well. I will send you with a writ of authority of the Horde to make bargaining decisions on our behalf in regards to acquiring Zeppelin and equipment for Desolation Hold. Okay. You carry the word of the Horde in this matter. He was proud. We'll give it to Wild Man.
4: (laughs) (laughs) He hands it to Shiana. It's about to
0: say, Shiana. (laughs) She's going to make it.
4: Hang on to it with both hands. Oh.
1: Was that in character?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm sure it was. (laughs) I just kind of laugh it off and just kind of smile and wave and (laughs) move along. (laughs)
1: She's going to practice later. She's going later. No, you, you, you <laughs> later. All right. Do the horde proud. Look, o'gar. Look, o'gar.
0: And
3: you all head out of the tower and presumably out of the fort. Mm-hmm. I mean, I imagine it's difficult to get there in the fort. Generally, unless <laughs> you bring the fort with you. I was about to say, like,
2: mm-hmm. it's like a giant can
3: turtle. <laughs> I can carry a thoroughly mediocre amount. Me less. Okay. So we go out the front door.
1: Yep. Uh, so how are you going to avoid getting shot by Fort Triumph? <coughs> Let's. Well, I personally am going stuff. to
0: pick up the goblin and use him as a shield.
3: <laughs> what direction us, is Fort Triumph staff. from us? East. And we're, we're heading going... south. So why? Pull. What would would anything necess- necessitate us getting closer to Fort Triumph? Uh well if you look I'm gonna step off the screen
1: for a minute, sorry viewers. Excuse me. So your options for as I try and speak into the mics, your options for getting out, you're here at Desolation Hold. Your options for getting down here to Gadgetzan, Zan, which is right here on the coast. Are, are to yeah. either go through Dustwall Marsh, and cut around through the Shimmering Flats. Or, go all the way down south through Thousand Needles into Tenaris proper, and cutting across there. Oh, alright. Either way, Fort Triumph is right here. Right across the way. So, you're gonna be in their sight for several miles until you
3: pass far enough by. In their sight, but not in direct range. <laughs> Like, we're not, um, we're not getting close, we're just kind of skirting around their edge. Theoretically,
1: but if any of them are feeling overzealous, they might take a shot at you, they have guns.
0: Alright. Uh, could we just try stealthing? Yeah. How? Yeah, two of us can stealth. Really cool. I mean, I can stealth. Uh, I mean...
3: Uh, we don't have animals still,
1: right? No. Nope. Uh, you, a few Kodos a few have been retrieved, uh, no wolves are
3: back yet, um, so you'd be moving on foot, which would probably make your travel time even longer. Hmm. Are there any places where we might obtain animals along the way? Uh, you could try. You could try and tame some of the some of the uh,
1: wildlife of the marsh. Uh, although what you'd be looking for in Dustwallow Marsh would
3: probably be uh, alligators more than anything else. Those are not great mounts. Uh, and not unless, less Warcraft alligators are <coughs> faster than real alligators. Uh, that depends on what you're looking at. Uh, also, when you get them out of the
1: swamp... Where craft swamps.
0: alligators can fly?
3: Well, I mean, if, if we just ride them through the swamp, that's fine. Oh, that's true, yeah.
0: But
4: I guess that would help through the swamp. I was saying I can go through needles, but...
3: Yeah, I, I mean, needles so, have
4: to...
1: uh, a crocolisk, which is bigger than a crocodile and has yeah. six legs, um, is 30-foot uh, movement speed on the ground. It's... Relatively big. It's not quite a large creature, but its swim speed is 40 feet. It's faster than you are in the water. So if you wanted to move through the through the marsh out to the bay and around, some
3: crocolisks could probably carry you if you could tame them. So they're, but they're still not like the 50 feet move speed of like a wolf or no. They're definitely not as fast as a, as a as a wolf would be. And that move and that forty foot move speed is only in the water. Yeah. They're pretty useless once we get out of the water. But they're not gonna leave the marsh anyway, so right.
4: That would just be to go across the marsh. Yeah. But what would be the problem with going through the needles? Would be slung us down with brambles and things, probably.
3: Well, Thousand Needles is actually just a desert, if I recall.
1: Thousand Needles is a desert with tall um, spires of stone. That's why it's called Thousand Needles? because It's got oh, giant, 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 pillars of stone. It's yeah. home to uh, the Centaur uh, tribes. Yep. Uh, as, far, uh, as far as you would have been, as far as you would have been educated, it's the home of centaurs and uh, also. Um, no, mostly the centaurs. There's centaurs, and as far as you know, the um, the the um, the rocket way, which is a uh, it, it's a popular um,
3: basically racetrack. Uh, it's mostly gnomes and goblins there. Isn't there a small amount of Torans who live in the area too? Uh, there have been. It's a site that Toran have been known
1: to visit before. Um, although at the moment uh, no major settlements are there so it's
3: mostly centaurs though mostly centaurs and centaurs are they're not like, friendly
4: they're not friendly
3: what's the biggest danger in the marsh um, aside from alligators and various marsh
1: life at, or the marsh itself uh, the alliance well not the technically the technically neutral city of Theramore is on the eastern end of the marsh towards the sea in theramore we're safe in theramore just we're safe. outside of theramore outside not so much and Theramore is a staging ground for alliance forces coming into Kalimdor. So you'd be skirting dangerously close to the alliance tribe. Right? but there is a horde there is a horde base in, in Dustwallow Marsh called Stoneard.
3: Alright, but step one is getting around, is stilting around this this base.
1: Hmm. How do you intend to do that? You intend to try and stake between the crags? Are you going to do some camouflage? Are you just going to try and move quick and quiet? Mm -hmm. Uh, The terrain (laughs) here is is step, right? Uh, Yeah, it's mostly um, uh, uh, yellow grass, um, broken earth. Uh, there's There's a lot of broken rocks from the seismic
3: activity. The problem with camouflage is it doesn't work super well while you're moving, it helps. But um, I think trying to move between the rifts is going to be the best bet. All right, uh,
1: so first off, I'm going to need everybody to roll me a general stealth check.
0: So, how does the troll communicate that to us?
3: Oh, I'm just, I mean, I didn't say that's what we're doing, I just said that's.
2: Yeah. What <laughs> I think that that's what the troll's going to be trying to do. We'll just watch him.
3: I and mean, what are the rest of you going to
1: do?
2: I think I'm just gonna try stealth normally just
1: yeah, going from
4: place to pl- just uh I mean
0: that seems logical.
4: Outcropping so. to outcropping. Or
3: take a while to do this though, isn't it? Because the trolls probably like is there a, a, a big enough rift that we can kinda go through in that way or not? Uh you can probably try, yeah. Uh, Okay, so find a good rift. Um, hmm. The trouble sort will find a good rift and start sneaking along it.
1: Oh, no, sorry. I need to make a little bit of a correction because your two, your two paths are slightly different than I thought. Because uh, your two options are south into Thousand Eagles all the way down to Shimmering Flats and then down and out, or to Dustwallow Marsh and then out around the coastline if you can get water, water transport because Gadgetan is, co- is a port city.
2: Water transport
4: will definitely be faster. Yeah, that would
2: it. Okay, well, I got twenty-four stealth. Oh, I'll probably. uh, Nice. Actually, that's not gonna. Like about about how long will it take for us to get uh, to get out of the range? Two miles. Uh, so,
1: probably maybe. a few miles, which means I'll you mean, be if you're on foot and moving slow. You'll probably it'll take you hour or two. A couple, a couple hours, yeah. Mm-hmm. To, uh, yeah. I'm using my beast to hour. increase my stealth, but
2: would, it wouldn't work that much right now. Mm-hmm.
3: How long does it last? A minute per level. Yeah.
4: You know, that'll get you started. Yeah.
1: yeah. So. So, what are you? What are you trying to do? You're gonna try stealth? Yeah. All right, everybody, roll me a stealth check. I got twenty-four. Twenty-four. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Uh, twenty-four.
3: Twenty-four. Conveniently, our poor, star, our, our not stealthy characters just don't happen to be here right now. Isn't that a
2: shame? <laughs> 19. 19?
1: Say so, yeah, You. You make your way um, to the south. The your priest and your shaman mostly shadowing your movements, trying to keep up with you guys, because those are the, the rest of you are more skilled at stealth than they are, so they're mostly just shadowing you, trying to keep next to you. Um, make me... Those of you who are trying to stick to the rocks, try and keep them as cover between you and Fort Triumph, make me survival checks.
3: Well, That's I can do. Twenty-three. Twenty-three?
1: Alright. Okay. Eighteen. Eighteen. Good. Eighteen. Eighteen. Good. Four. Four. Alright. So when we get to try and take a look at all of you, the only That's person okay. that the only person they get advantage from their height on will be the goblin.
4: Which advantage of being short. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Nope, don't see you. Don't see you either. Get back here. No. Uh, don't, don't see the Torin.
3: And by a miracle, don't see the... Uh, well, I mean, he, he's the shortest, so thankfully he gets the most advantage from the cover. Clearly. However. Totally. I'm just moving along.
1: <laughs> if he was using the cover. <laughs> so, a couple hours pass of very tense march as any moment you fear that you might just be open fire upon by Fort Triumph or set upon by horse riders because you know they have definitely had reinforcements as far as you've been informed so odds are good that if they spotted you they would have no trouble just chasing you down and picking you off with a raiding party that they could put together to stop you from getting reinforcements for your enemy which would basically seal their victory in this siege battle. That, that is how sieges work. But as much as that tension wears down on you, it never happens. So a couple hours pass, and eventually you are out of the sight of the fort as it disappears over the ridges that you put between yourself and it. Uh, so eventually, several hours of travel start to pass by until you are left in the gathering dusk as the sun begins to set the wide expanse of the southern barrens still before you as you look to the south for your potential next avenue you can see the massive mountainous ridge that separates the southern barrens from the Thousand Needles far off in the distance with the thorny crag that is known to most maps as Razorfen Crawl, the if anyone could call it such, capital city of the Quillbor's of the region being just to the southwest of, being just west of the entrance to Thousand Needles. And then a little bit closer to you, but still southeast by a fair distance, you see the Break in the cliff faces that marks the transition between the Barrens and Dustwall and Marsh. you still got a ways to go. You've probably got a day of travel before you'll hit Dustwall and Marsh, if that's where you're headed, and two or three
3: before you'll hit uh, Thousand Needles. Well, the troll has no way to communicate where he's going and tends to be more of a follower. Because I don't know... I don't know much about the geography down south. Right, probably not. Like I would recognize a marsh and a desert when I see them, and I know about them, but I don't know the specific geographies that we're heading into. No, because you spend most of your life in Duratar. Yeah, I know jungles really well, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but okay, we don't have any jungles.
4: I guess we head off to the coast, so we kind of avoid. The, yeah, you,
1: you would have spent most of your life in Duratar or on the Echo Isles, which are sort of jungle islands off the coast.
3: Yeah. No, I didn't spend uh, any time on the isles. Well, Duratar is mostly barren rock, so you uh, would be familiar with I did send it on the... And I did spend it on the islands. I spent wherever the jungle is where the, the raptors lived. Yeah, most of the Echo Isles. Okay.
4: Hmm. So, we're gonna to try to avoid the uh, centaurs at this point and just head to the marsh.
1: Head through Dust wall. That way, that way, that way. Got it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we move. That's the goblin talks to him. So. <clears throat> yeah, I know, he talks to me. Okay. So, right, we so well, it's yeah. getting dark now, so.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah. set up camp. I can't set watches.
2: Yep. yep. I'll take this watch. Okay. Is
3: there any uh, food or water about? Um, from my start, i what you can find. Another 23. 23. Uh,
1: so, you do find... Um, a spot where some groundwater has collected it hasn't gone stagnant yet so you've got this a small rivet in the ground where some of the water uh from recent rains has managed to collect and you've got a short amount of time to collect it from the ground before it starts to get infected with the dirt
3: itself so cool i will totally gather up some water all right so you got some water and make camp around there
1: probably, if you wanted to find food, you probably have to deal with some small lizards or insects.
3: I have no compulsion against that. Mm -hmm. When Jango returns, he's got small lizards and uh, insects that he is again (laughs) offering to share. Who wants to share with the troll? No.
0: I'm good. I
2: I do Thank you, Jangatal. But thank you. All right.
1: So... first to rest. rest. Yeah. <laughs> yep, take a rest. Who's taking the first watch? <coughs> I said I would. You would? Okay. okay. Roll, me, roll, me, roll me a spot, or listen, whatever is higher.
2: Yeah, 25. There's a the priest.
3: Yeah, Pixie's probably freaking out because... oh, no, Pixie's outside. No. Yeah, there's a the priest. <clears throat> so the priest awakens from his meditative trance to see... The group setting down for camp for We're the night. The group's setting down camp for the night.
4: So you're on the so, second watch evidently.
3: Cool.
1: <laughs> I will I will quickly re-go over your two pathways so that you can actually have conversation about where you might want to go.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: We're, we're, we're going down. So your two yep. so the group has decided that their at their ultimate end goal is to get to Gadget because they have potential to get equipment more than just people. Makes sense. Um so your two options for going down. You you've left from Fort Triumph, you're about here right now. Uh, you can either go another day and end up in Dustwall and Marsh, and then head try and get some water transport to get around to Gadgetzan because it's a port city, or you can take another couple of days, head down to Thousand Needles, go through Shimmering Flats where the uh, Mirage Raceway is at, and then head down straight into Tenaris from there on foot.
3: So we have to get past my home.
1: And yeah, and you know the Thousand Needles. Sometimes. You know the Thousand Needles is home to many Centaur tribes, <laughs> and they probably wouldn't really
3: care to would they really care to lend us much aid I'm
0: guessing not
1: centaurs are not friendly to anybody but themselves mostly to their religion and culture
3: okay
0: unless we run into crash
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah uh crash doesn't live with those centaurs crash lives in northrend yeah well so crash is a bit further off maybe we ride to crash who's very very lost across an ocean <gasps> he would yes probably... that would qualify as very very lost yeah <laughs> I I got a
1: running start off the edge of Northrend, and I didn't land until I was in Kalimdor.
3: <laughs> it happens. But you would only do like first or second level. Craig okay. was testing out the craft. No, bolt. this is this is after that. This is after. Oh, okay. Oh. Huh.
2: Yeah,
1: there's a, there's a group of twentieth level characters up in Northrend making their home right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. Oh, yeah. So, uh, your watch goes mostly uneventfully, Brick. Um, you you note some animal life that moves around, but it definitely is keeping itself away from you. It's not trying to draw your attention or anything. Uh, and your watch passes mostly safely, and second watch comes up. And who do you wake for second watch? Did anyone say that
2: were going to do second watch?
0: I'll do second watch.
1: Okay. Okay, I'll go through. Shiana, you can go ahead and only spot. or will listen, whichever is better. Okay. Eighteen. Eighteen. The watch passes, mostly uneventfully. Um, you do spot some minor activity uh, to the south. Um, looks like a small group of creatures in motion. Um, could be animals, could be quill boars, could be something off to the south. Um, just... They don't seem to to notice or care about you, and as long as you don't bother to get their attention, they don't seem to see you there. Um, Other than that, your watch passes uneventfully. Who are you waking up for third watch?
0: Did anyone take third watch?
3: Well, who are you waking up for?
0: Because I will go kick a goblin in the head. (laughs) Okay,
3: okay. (laughs) I'll try to think (laughs) twice. He's got to be the walker who actually hassled He doesn't have a spot check, so you that's know what?
4: Okay. It doesn't matter. She woke me up.
3: Did you actually kick him in the head?
0: Yes, very hard. <laughs> <laughs> grumple, grumple.
2: I'm guessing that's for the, uh, All right, the okay. comments earlier.
0: All of the comments about my one arm.
4: How many have I don't think we've won so far today? No, you know, I really think you need to get a handle on the uh, on handle on this? Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: <laughs> I rolled a seven. Seven?
4: So whatever it is, it gets me before you're, I get it.
1: You're 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 fixated <laughs> on trying to keep your equipment maintained, you're not really paying yeah, attention to the environment around. You you took the opportunity to get woken up to like recalibrate your grabbing arm and yeah, sort of make sure that your your needle bombs were loaded.
3: Yeah, and also your head's ringing. So yeah.
1: <laughs> that's right. I'm just picking up stones
4: with my uh, with my gauntlet, making sure it's calibrated, yeah, making, making sure, sure it's uh, functioning right. right. Yeah, sure. All right. Ooh, it works well. Ooh. <laughs> I could do all kinds of things
1: with this. Oh boy. Oh wait, what is going on out here? I forgot. <laughs> But fortunately, nothing comes upon you during your watch, so you don't okay. have to worry too much until the morning comes and you all awaken <clears throat> to continue moving. So where are you headed? Are you going further
3: south through Thousand Needles or are you heading east? <laughs> I think avoiding things that we can't outrun would be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. You
4: definitely can't yeah. outrun the centaurs. The alligators instead of... Uh...
3: Centaurs. Eh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. whatever. I mean, are there any advantages to going through thousand needles that we can think no, of? It takes a day longer,
4: and it's and um, it, the only pro, the only thing is there's a bunch of uh, gnomes and goblins down in the little thing past that that we can mm. we're, we're, we're not <clears throat>
3: we can save the time and go
0: easy. Mm. I wanted to yeah. party with the centaurs. <clears throat> You're kidding, I'm joking.
3: <laughs> if we absolutely can't find anything in Gadget Zen, we can head back up that way. Yeah, sure. So, yeah. We'll we'll Basically, if we don't have an airship to take us back, then we'll go ahead and walk back that way.
4: We have a certified request from the Warlord to send us back in a ship.
3: Cool. No, we have a certified writ to negotiate on behalf of the horde. Right. We have yeah. access to the horde's <coughs> treasury. Yeah. Cool. Essentially. He didn't What's hand it to the goblins. So, Good. so shopping spree? Shopping spree. Who who was
1: it handed to? <coughs> Her. Yeah, we yeah, shopping The one t- who is most loyal to the horde here. So far. <laughs> okay, fine. That, I mean, that makes sense. I mean it makes sense to not examples.
4: I, I was she hasn't never done really, anything disloyal to me. I, I didn't go through boot camp at all, so no, I just... You're, yeah, you're, you're just a, t- t- you're well a merc- At
1: this point, you're a mercenary. Yeah. <laughs> so. You guys heading east towards Dustwalla? Mm. Yes. All right. You'll, yeah, you'll, you'll, to me. You'll, re- you'll reach the entrance of the camp roughly... You'll um, r- reach the entrance to the, to the um, marsh... Uh, It would have been an eight-hour ride on Wolfback from here, but you'll be, assuming you keep going all day, it'll be probably 16 hours of of walking. Yeah. Which means you'll basically be walking until exhaustion and then passing out in front of Dustwall and Marsh. (laughs) Or just inside Dustwall and Marsh.
4: Yeah, camp out in front of the alligators. Okay. We better uh, stop another day.
1: Another night. So, is, are, you gonna, are you going to just do an eight-hour march, or are you going to try and push the extra eight hours and make it all what the way do, to Dustwallow? we do it,
4: what's in Dustwallow? Is that the uh, campman of the horde?
1: Uh, so Dustwallow um, is the marsh. Um, this is the marsh. And it, you'll, you'll make yeah. it to the entrance of the marsh, if you push yourselves. It means you'll be mm-hmm. getting out of the barrens and into the marsh. Hmm. We could go ten hours and then take a short
4: rush We can do that We could do the a partial You want to do sixteen hours?
0: I was thinking of just making it to the entrance of the marsh That'd be the
1: sixteen
0: hour marsh Oh, then okay, yeah Let's
4: do it I mean, we can do it, okay,
1: sure I mean All right. uh, Everybody make me a stamina Everybody make me a stamina check
3: Hey, I can make those Just raw stamina? Just raw stamina Camera. Hmm. can't make those quite well, but close enough. Ooh. Yeah, yeah I rolled. <laughs> what do you got? 18.
1: 18? Nice. 12. 12? Nice. Natural 20. Natural 20. Alright, torrent's going strong. Eight
4: Especially two. since yeah, I have a minus 14. one. Seven.
1: Uh, 22. <laughs> 22, alright. So I need it then. You're all... By the time 16 hours of marching have gone by, you're all exhausted. But none of you are mechanically exhausted, which is good. So you you all, as night is definitely here by the time you reach the entrance of the marsh, you slowly make your way through the last transition as you leave the dry, uh, desert-like heat of the barrens behind and enter the very humid, marsh-like heat of Dustwallow. (laughs) Okay, so we climb through the curtain of moist air. Yep, it's suddenly very moist, and everything gets heavier. <laughs> and so now
3: you're looking for a place to rest for the evening. Yes, I'm gonna try to seek out somewhere that's got shelter and some side of access, some sort of access to clean water. Uh, Roll me survival. Not as great, but still 19. I can roll survival too. And that wasn't as good as the trolls' roll, so...
1: So the only uh, clean water you're going to find is water you're able to strain from the the swamp. like you will have to, chair. you will have to soak up water from <clears throat> from the swamp and either evaporate it or drain it out of something. You're not going to be able to find water that is just pure by itself here in the swamp. Uh, so Are was- any plants going to have enough water in them? Theoretically, but draining a plant is basically the same thing. It's just you have found something that's already been doing that. Yeah, it's a
4: So if we want 16 hours, it's basically, what, like 2 in the morning or something? It's almost midnight. Yeah. What, 12 or 2?
2: Okay.
3: All right. Well, in my case, since there's no water, anywhere that we can find some form of shelter, maybe a patch of dry land where we're less likely to be ambushed or... Eaten by leeches or other. Oh, there's horrible. a
1: there's a there's a handful of beaten roads through <clears throat> Dustwallow. Most of them lead either to um, some of the few villages or out or outposts that exist in in, in Dustwallow Marsh, or to Theramore. So um, there's three main roads uh, as you as you can see from the top of the hill leading down into Dustwallow.
3: Uh, How road-like are we talking? Like, you could drive a cart through here easily, or... You could drive a cart through here, and you would have to worry
1: about your wheels getting stuck in the muck. But But you could. But you could. There's not going to be a whole lot more.
4: There's not going to be a lot of travelers for the next six hours or so, probably. We could hang out on the road, or near the road. (laughs)
0: <laughs> final point.
4: How far is it to one of the outposts? Do we have any uh, clue from our old maps? Uh,
1: based on what you know, the <coughs> nearest civilization in Dustwallow Marsh would probably be Brackenwall Village, um, which, according to this, is a Horde-affiliated outpost northwest end of Dustwallow Marsh. You'd be heading north um, the it's an Ogre Mound. It's one of the few oh. Ogre tribes that is still aligned with the Horde. Um, run by a... They, they've been allies of the Horde uh, since the Horde champion, Rexar. uh, for those of you who know Horde history. Um, which should be a couple of you. Um, the half-Ogre champion Rexar. uh, Bested the chief, the former chieftain of the Stonewall tribe, corgall and became the chieftain of the Stonewall tribe of, of uh, ogres, as, and assimilated them into the Horn by doing so. Yeah. Um, and you know that the. Uh, Alliance forces coming out of Theramore tend to like to uh, harass Brackenwall Village, but it is a safe place for Horde uh, affiliates most of the time. But it would be heading north as opposed to south in the, in the marsh. Yeah. <clears throat> That's the nearest one.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, next after that, you'd be looking at. Sorry, Stonehard's in the other continent. Why am I thinking of Stonehard? Next after that, you'd be looking at Mud Sprocket. And mud Rocket is actually the direction you're going for, but it'll be another two days to get to mud oh, Rocket from okay. here.
4: <clears throat> yeah. So we'll just camp out somewhere here for at least a few hours.
3: Yeah. All right. On that case, I'm going uh, to get some dinner. This should be easy an easy place to find food, right? Theoretically. As long as it's not, you know, poisonous.
4: poisonous. Well, worms and...
3: Um, Fish and thanks. And I'm a hunter, so thirty survival check?
1: Uh, there's definitely like for you especially, insects everywhere. <laughs> you can you can find
3: insects for days in this area. Cool. Um anything that, that since the sister group seem don't they don't seem to eat insects, anything I don't care. Like frogs. Probably fish. yeah, you can definitely find some frogs. Okay. Um, and some amphibians. I, I bet you. I bet you that they would look more favorably on frogs, so. Probably. They're like squishy rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> they they actually are it's, it's too.
4: It's essentially chicken.
3: It turns out that most reptiles and amphibians taste yeah, exactly like, like white wild. meat. Yeah. No, not like fowl. <laughs> because most fowl has more flavor oh, than yeah. the modern chicken. That's true, too. <clears throat> Chickens are just so flavorless. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to... And actually, wild-caught frogs taste a lot different than farm frogs. That's all I've had so, yeah, the frogs the, so this one so returns with a whole bunch of frogs. While, while you're searching... Oh, no. something something you stumble across. It's uh, a spaceship.
1: As as you are chasing down some of the frogs that has spotted you and are fleeing from you, as you chase them down to capture them and kill them and then bring them back for food, uh, you kick over a brick, and that catches your attention.
3: A brick in the middle <laughs> it's a brick. of the swamp, like a man-made brick. Yeah.
0: It's not not like a brick brick just sitting in the middle of the swamp.
1: And so you you pick up the brick and you sort of look around and you see another one. And you start following some... There's some some debris kind of scattered around. And as you follow it, you find... um, Sort of covered in moss and vines and sort of grown over with time, you find a cobblestone road uh, that had been built that sort of leads up a hill to the foundations of some kind of building that used to be here that you find. There is a a small, like, uh, barely still standing brick pillar in the front of it that has... A, a rotting wooden post off the side where one chain broken there's a small sign still swinging in the wind with some kind of marking mostly faded off of it with time and then a few feet beyond you see the stone laid foundations of what was once a relatively large building but now there's not much left standing except a few shambling remains of wooden support part of a chimney and some
3: brickwork in the ground, basically. basically. Hmm. Gonna do a brief sift through it. Actually, no. I'm gonna go back to the group with a bunch of frogs. Alright.
0: Living or dead? Dead.
3: they okay. would be very awkward to carry if they were all alive. Yeah. So the troll shows up in camp, uh, dumps a sack full of frogs in the middle, and then points off in a direction. I right, I'm look over, go. and if I don't see anything, I go in that direction.
0: Yeah, I'm going in that direction.
3: He'll he start walking you that way. It's,
1: it's a brief walk away, and eventually the rest of you, he leads you back, and you see this sort of shambled remains of what was once a building. The, the foundation is still there. It's a massive square, well rectangular slab of stonework placed in the ground so it's a little bit hard to grow over but the most of the building is just stripped away. There's a chimney still standing and some pieces of wood framework still up but the only other thing that's left is that stone pillar and the sign that's slowly
3: dangling off of it with something written on it that's barely legible. Can I tell what, it is or what, language, what language it is? Yeah. Uh, roll me a s- search
1: or spot? S- search. Or just it be your ability to piece together what these letters used to be. Twenty. Twenty. Twenty-five. Uh, piecing together <clears throat> based on your knowledge of common, um, and based on what little of these words are left standing, you can only piece together the name of this building was, according to the sign, the Shady Rest Inn. Hmm.
4: Uncle Joe Petticoat Junction (laughs) Okay Showing my age (laughs) (laughs) So this little train track Out the back
3: (laughs) Big water tower (laughs) What are you referencing? (laughs) A TV show from The 60s
0: I don't think I've ever seen it
4: No you haven't it's not very well known.
0: I've heard of it, but, I don't but um, uh, I
4: okay, just on the back of the hill hillbillies, there's no um, uh, Sam the drucker. He, he he had a part in that because he was the, the store owner in in that one too.
3: All <laughs> <Anyway>. right, so <laughs> let's so, uh, search. I've definitely
0: heard of this before. Can, Can I um, tell um, anything about like
3: the construction of this building, like who may have built it? Uh, that would be a... World um, Engineering? History? Or Royalty? I imagine Engineering would
1: be better for that. I actually, like, strictly speaking, there's a different trade skill that that would be for, which I believe Architecture is literally the name of it. Yes. Um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be, technically it'd be an Architecture check. Um, but if you don't have Architecture as one of your trade skills, um, just a straight uh, evaluation's a skill, isn't it? Um, like, there's search, but no.
3: And okay, search probably. Because uh, I have knowledge engineering, like not the trade skill, but
2: mm,
3: this would still be knowledge architecture as well. Um, appraise.
1: Knowledge history would also help. Appraise cool. that. Appraise that was the thing I was thinking of. Appraise,
3: appraise. would probably help up as well. Figured. Hey, I have that too. I have like all the skills. It's nice. Rule we'll away. And that'd be a 22. Okay. We'll go with yours. <laughs> Turns out when I get a plus six on, like, every skill check there is... Yeah.
1: <laughs> Architecture or masonry would have been the things that would have been useful. Okay. Um, for skill-wise. Uh, but for a praise, what'd you roll? 22. 22. This is definitely a human make. Hmm. <laughs> um, which doesn't seem that odd, considering how close you are to Theramore, all things okay. considered. Um, but it looks like it. this might have just been an inn on the edge of Dustwallow basically for anyone passing through uh, between Dustwallow and the Barrens as like a, a, a shady stop in the middle at the edge of the
3: marsh and you said there was a long trail of bricks that was leading towards it were those like uh, was it a brick path or were they like taken out of the wall a bit? Um,
1: there are bricks from the walls scattered all across the area, likely from either whatever caused <laughs> this thing to break down or some explosion of some kind. Are the bricks broken? Uh, a lot of them are. Some of them are still standing, um, but there is also the overgrown
3: remains of a cobblestone road leading away from what would have been the front door. I want to take a look at the inside of this place and see if and if it's not completely ransacked and rotted with age, see if I can tell if there are any remains of a struggle at all, like possibly tables upturned in strategic positions to ward off a fight or anything that could tell me something like that, if it's not completely rotted away.
4: It's... So just the. It was. It, it was just the foundation that was left, basically, so, like it's, it's the foundation, the foundation,
1: some bits of wood, and, 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 a, and some. half a chimney. Oh, yeah, okay, right. So there's not my, that. So not really tell anything. I mean, you could inspect. All right, that'd be a search. Should I, mean, I look to see? If, yeah. See
4: if that was uh, bombarded with. Uh, That's a two on the die. Can hmm. I tell if it was if it was um, hit with like catapults or anything? Like if it was destroyed from it, like a military. Uh, that'd be knowledge military.
1: Yeah, to knowledge to try military. and figure
4: out. Yeah. yeah. Um, whew, I rolled a four. That means eleven.
1: <clears throat> eleven. Um yeah. uh it's hard uh, to tell. It's so um, long and it things it, it looks like like what little bit of wood you can still see is scorched, uh, so it looks like some kind of fire would have taken this particular building out. Yeah. Okay. Um, but as you look around, you see um, small traces of what looks like other buildings that might have been around. Uh, this is the only one that had no. as solid right. of a foundation as this one yep. does, which seems like the other ones would have just been eroded away with time.
2: Right.
1: Um, okay. But it looks like this might have at one point been a small village. And now all that's left is what seems like might have been the inn. Yeah, okay.
4: Well, we need to
3: get some rest and get
4: ready to go in the morning.
3: There aren't any signs of, like, recent activity around it. Not really. Tracks, Mm -hmm. right? But this is probably a better place to camp than just in the middle of the
1: swamp. Yeah. 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 We'll do that.
4: Set up watches again for... Makes sense to me. The rest of the night, or are we going to go at sunup, or are we going to wait until about midday to get an eight-hour
3: rest? We don't really need eight hours, do we? Like six, well, let's just get an eight hour rest. I mean, what, midnight? It's about yeah. midnight. It's about midnight. No, so yeah, eight-hour rest. Okay, sure. Okay.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you all get some sleep. Who's taking first watch?
2: Sure.
0: I'll take second. I'll
2: huh? oh, the third. All right.
1: So, if you all want to get an eight hour rest, um, your, like be- your best method would probably be doing four watches in two hour shifts and actually taking a grand total of 10 hours. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, who's <coughs> going to be fourth watch? I'll do fourth watch. Fourth watch? All right. So, whoever's on first watch, we spot. Well, listen, whichever's higher.
3: today, you'll see it. 30? I mean, hey, I have a plus 15 on the check.
1: (laughs) So, midnight's an odd hour. It's a place, it's a time when most things in the world ought to be asleep, but there's a lot of (laughs) beings in this world tend to finally come to wakefulness. Um, and you find yourself in this odd witching hour as you sit among the insects that bite at each of you. By the way, each of you make me a survival check. Everybody? Everybody make a survival check. Sixteen. Sixteen. Twenty-four.
2: Twenty-four. Or Seventeen. Twenty-five. that.
0: Okay. Seventeen for him. And yeah, three for me. So
1: everyone except for Shiana manages to manages to keep the insects from biting too badly. Um, I'm but just buried
0: in them right now.
1: Uh, you uh, end up fatigued in the morning because mm. of the insects and how they've constantly uh, trying to eat at you. but as Uh, as you leaf sit watch among these insects occasionally swatting one to keep it off of you um, you begin to see a small light in the forest in the marsh ever so faint almost like a lantern bobbing back and forth possibly like fiery light maybe like what kind of a color? It's dark. It's kind of orangish in coloration, and it's just bobbing back and forth. Does it flicker it like fire? Moves. It's hard to tell. It's a good distance away. It's a wraith, as it bobs
3: up and down and back and forth through the forest, all as if in motion across. And you just does it seem like the bobbing is natural for someone actually walking and carrying a lantern? It's difficult to tell at this distance. Any kind of a knowledge check I could make? A praise? Maybe spot? Spot. Another spot check. Let's see if I roll crazy high again. (laughs) Yeah, that's a... That's a 32. It's definitely something moving. It's
1: very jerky, though, so it's hard to tell. It's definitely not the kind of motion that a lantern would make on the end of someone's hand.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. And over the as you walk,
0: uh, much better.
1: a well, I, voice kind of echoes oh, all through the forest, just ever so faint, but loud enough for you, who That's is awake, to actually make out what's you know, being said. It's kind of fussy. Changed and wiped him up. He'll bring you mead. Yes. He'll yes. bring you beer. A grinning face from <laughs> ear to ear. Sorry, he served us all oh from oh year Water. to year. Oh we call him, him Smiling oh Jim.
3: What was the name of this place you're going to the sign? The shady, shady Resting. In... Oh, certainly a shady place. Um,
2: gotcha. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: ignore it. will go away. Ah, that sounds like a bad idea, actually. Let's see. I forget how it works in this system specifically. What are you going to try to
0: do? What are you trying to do?
3: He wants to... When you try trying- to... Turn undead. Is that targeted or is it just area of effect? It's area of effect. It's, it's within a certain s- distance of the, uh Yeah, it's within. It's either 90? 30 or 60
1: feet. Oh. I was going to say 90. Let's see. Uh, uh,
3: it's not going to come over here anyway. Chapter <clears> 12. <throat> To being the healer, it's actually in the combat chapter. Apparently, is it? Yeah, the the de- details on turning undead. Wherever chapter, there's chapter twelve. Hopefully. Distance. damage modifiers. Special attacks? You basically make a charisma, attack. and you add your level to it, and then it does stuff. undead more than 60 feet away or that have total cover relative to the character cannot be turned. Okay. So 60 foot range. But it does not pierce walls. No, it does not. But I'm going to... I'm going to go ahead and try that because, you know what, I have plenty of attempts at this. So I'm going to go ahead and make a check. 60 feet. Yeah, 60 feet. That's D20 plus charisma. I wish it was wisdom. Oh well. I thought you had a good charisma. I have. I have a decent charisma, but my best stats are my like intelligence <laughs> and my spirit. So, but luckily that was a really good roll. So that's a twenty.
1: Twenty. So you grab your holy symbol and you clasp it underneath your fingers and you utter uh, a prayer to the light and you feel its radiance fill you and reach out to push away any profane or undead creatures within its reach. The light continues bobbing and moving, seemingly
3: unhindered. Do I feel any difference in the voice? Not really. Mm, So it's out of range. Hmm. I'll sit tight then and just see if it keeps circling around or if it gets closer or farther or anything. You
1: track the light as it jerks haphazardly as if just swinging back and forth on something as it reaches a certain point as it starts to pull further away from you, away from your camp you eventually it stops jerking for a minute and seems to hang in place.
3: And then, less jerkily, just slowly starts to glide away. As it sort of starts bobbing away and after basically the turning attempt, I'm going to try to get an idea of what the spirits are like in this place. Let me check. That's not a good roll. That's only a nine. The spirits here are calm.
1: In this place seems like it's been affected the least by the cataclysm out of many places. Hmm. Um, here, everything seems to be functioning as normal.
3: Oh. Alright. So, at the very least, it's probably not something. ultra horrible. Probably just restless spirits. Okay, cool. And that's my watch, basically? Yep. Who had second watch? You had second
0: watch? I did, yes.
3: Cool. I'll get you up for second watch, and then basically notify you that I saw this strange, bobbing orange light. Um, If you see it again, if you hear strange voices or anything, wake me up first. I'm kind of a specialist in that sort of thing. All right. You're a specialist in hearing voices
0: in your head? Oh, I didn't realize that.
3: I mean, actually, Garrick is kind of the number one guy for that, but you know. But he's not here yet, so. <laughs> so I'll be the substitute guy hearing voices in his head. Is
0: Garrick with us?
3: Yeah. He's just asleep. In, right? in a meditative trance. the spirits.
1: <laughs> yes. It was him. Right now, he's asleep. So do I normally a in Okay. 23 Mm -hmm. So you're Just kind of keeping an eye out Occasionally swatting an insect But you seem to have had the hardest time Keeping them off of you as they keep biting at you And actually I bite back
3: (laughs) When I I woke her up, did I notice that she Had a particular Ah. trouble with That, like, had she taken Basically had she taken the
1: fatigue effect No, not yet all right, she she will not be fatigued I'm, until the end of the.
0: I'm rest. just covered in like a sheet of insects right now. They serve huh. as a blanket.
3: <laughs> you see the troll wallowed in the mud first. I think I'm going to go ahead and right before I take my rest, I'll go ahead and cast um, restful Slumber because I figure at the very least it'll probably deal with. While itchiness. I'm
0: awake.
3: Yeah. No, because that occurs for the next time you sleep. Oh, okay. So. Because I figure at the very least it'll probably help you be less itchy. Okay. <clears throat> Restful Slumber. Surprisingly good spell. It's
2: basically...
3: Until you start getting, like, restoration spells, it's basically bootleg lesser restoration, and it's nice. Bootleg restoration is now uh, my, my catchphrase. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> so, the uh, aside from the insects that are constantly biting at you,
3: and you keep having to swat, um, I'm
0: biting back.
3: You're trying, but they're small. They're small. You don't bite the insects. And, and you can't clap <laughs> so Put them asleep.
0: This, I'm attacking. I'm not eating.
3: You don't want to bite them.
0: I want them to suffer. <laughs> Biting their the wings off.
2: Taking back what's yours. Yes. (laughs) You take my blood, I take your life.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You take my blood, I take your blood. I just have a whole lot more than you do. (laughs) So you. um,
1: Aside from that, the night is eerie. But otherwise, normal. You don't see anything out of the ordinary, aside from the insects and the constant effect of the wind groaning through the trees. And the rather inescapable feeling that you're sitting somewhere that people, many, many people have died at. Yeah, well.
0: I'm okay with this. We kind of figured
3: that out. People die.
0: It's a way of life. But of life. actually, I'm pretty sure it's
3: like a way
1: of death.
0: Da, 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 da,
1: da. But aside from that, you uh, the night passes for your your watch passes relatively uneventfully, and you wake up the third watch. Who's third? Brick. Oh,
0: okay. You you get woken up gently then. I'm not gonna kick your
4: head. She kicks me in the head and way by anyway. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Actually
0: she's, she's, on you. Ste- she's
3: stepping <laughs> over. <Oops. laughs> yeah. Well, darn, those ears are just too big and easy to step on. What well, book is Restful Slumber in? Uh, that is. I have that on my spell list actually, which book that it's in. Mm-hmm. That's, a good, that's a good idea.
1: Yeah. Noting down which book your spells are in. Yeah,
3: because I, I basically write a brief description and then. Mm-hmm. More information. Rewind. More on being able to go into the book for that. Sapphire, so- I basically just printed a twenty-page compendium of every spell I could I cast. Yeah, actually, probably more than twenty spells by the end. You had like a lot. That is more than twenty pages. I mean, yeah, even more at a time. What? I mean, even you more? Cast twenty spells at a time. And it's
1: restful slumber.
3: Yes. Going. Yes.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Somebody got to just, um, get another notebook.
2: notebook. Yeah,
3: we have... I think I've got an extra three-ring binder. Just haven't gotten yeah. around to it yet.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's Williams, right?
4: Yeah. Yes. I mean...
0: You could just get another three-ring binder. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Why well, could just leave it like that and deal with it? it. Nobody, you're the ones yeah, that have to look cares. through it. <laughs>
0: He has it on the
3: computer. He has have it, it on his computer right
0: in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> what if I get you a Horde one?
3: Then I would appreciate it, yes. <laughs> I mean, you can get him one if you want to. <laughs> the fact that I'm not going to get myself one, because I don't need one. Precisely. <laughs>
4: yeah. Uh,
0: chair, stop! Sorry.
4: What's wrong with the chair? It, it was
0: attached to my leg.
4: How does that happen? You know, I
0: here. don't know, culture guys.
4: I see.
3: I'm having trouble finding it. It's a good thing to know that my listing on that page is wrong. Yeah, because I looked at even more, and then I looked at more Magic the Mayhem, and I don't know what the spell does. <laughs> uh, basically, it causes you to um, recover twice as many hit points and uh, twice as much ability damage, and uh, restores... Stages of exhaustion twice as fast okay. when you sleep. Oh. Which.
4: Is that a first or a second level?
3: It's a second level.
1: Will alleviate some of the aggravating feeling, but will not stop you from, unfortunately, being fatigued at the end of your rest.
4: Because there's a. Okay,
1: so here we go. So, Britt, uh, go ahead and roll me spot, and i listen, whichever is higher.
2: Uh, roll the 21.
1: 21. So, you particularly, being one who is attuned with the land more than most, because the runes draw from the ley lines and the energies of the world itself, um, you get the sensation that this place is tainted. Not in the sense of like being somewhere that is not like the not like the scar, not like a place where a different plane of existence is bleeding through, or a place where the elements are particularly unrestful. But it is a place where a lot of pain and anguish has sort of soaked into the land over a long period of time. It's a place where unhappiness and hurt are endemic. It's not a nice place anymore. And that's kind of the sensation that pervades you as you make as you make your watch. It's difficult to um parse the sheer paint of this place, but you sort of get a general idea of it. And you just get this idea that this is not a place that people, living people, should spend too much time in. Hmm. We shouldn't
2: right. make sure to make sure to that we don't we don't Stay here too long after we wake up. Probably a good idea. Um,
1: but that is, that is most of your watch. Um, which it, other other than that, it mostly passes uneventfully. <laughs> so, I guess I would have... Uh, mm-hmm. fourth watch is is Josh, so... Uh,
2: 15.
1: So you can go ahead and wake him up. Did you say anything when you...
2: Oh, uh, well, well, yeah. I, no, I was gonna say I'm um, gonna send rune just, just, to, just to check.
1: Uh, okay. no, no runes here. Also, it's... this is this is not <laughs> gonna be a place... Um, you've been sort of keeping an eye on the ley lines. Um, mm-hmm. you know that you are near a couple of patterns. Um... Uh, a couple of potential runes, uh, but not in this region. Uh, Dustwallow does not appear to be a place that has a rune pattern Um, present among it. Uh, You you get the feeling based on your knowledge of the ley lines and how they travel. Um, If you headed to Mulgore, you might be able to find a rune pattern there, or to Stone Talon, which is further north from Mulgore, but here you suspect that there might not be a pattern around here, but you suspect there might be individual runes that can be drawn from the land somewhere further south, maybe in hmm. Um But that's what you get around here.
2: All right. I'll, uh, I will wake up then. Okay. Not 15. 15,
1: spotless. <laughs> yeah. So. Real windy here. That's okay. weird. Because like you would expect that the any wind coming in from the shore would hit a wall when it comes to the marsh. Just how hot it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that there's wind pervading this far is interesting. Um, but other than the eerie locale and the feeling of this is a bad place, mm-hmm. uh, your watch passes uneventfully. Okay. And then everyone wakes up in the morning.
3: Indeed.
2: It's always good to wake up in the morning. Generally. So hope everyone slept well.
0: I don't like bugs. <laughs> you
2: don't like bugs?
3: Um, uh, you are fatigued. I've-
0: So good. what's that doing to me?
3: Uh, fatigue specifically. You, down. you uh, can't run or charge and you get a minus two to a bunch of rolls. Mm. Basically. Um play
0: game, not mm. How about I can run and charge and I get plus two to a bunch of rolls?
1: Nope. <laughs> so you and have, have opposite you cannot run or charge and you have a minus two penalty to both your strength and your agility. Wow.
0: But those are my good stats.
1: <coughs> yep doing anything that would normally cause fatigue now makes you exhausted instead.
3: <laughs> exhausted is really bad.
4: Well, we could just go... up, did you
2: not sleep? I hate bugs. Well, I recently learned some new rooms. Uh, some new runes... Would you mind if I try them out on you? It might help with your exam. What
0: will they do to me?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Make you not as tired? Okay, sure. I use a glyph of uh,
1: vigor. Glyph of vigor. Uh, Which pattern is that one from? Uh, Restoration. Pattern
3: restoration. Uh, Give me one second. How long does that take? I think it's supposed to specifically remove fatigue, right? (laughs) Yeah.
0: That works. That'll help.
3: Uh, Glyph of Vigor, or Mark of Vigor. Uh, uh, yeah, removes fatigue or alleviates exhaustion. Nice. Sucks. <clears throat> so much better. Are you feeling better? Thank you. <laughs> no. Out of curiosity, how do you apply this? Do you like? Really? Do you like mark a rune on her, or do you just press a rock to her head and tell her to stop being tired? <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
4: that
3: one.
4: <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's okay. Stop. I saw that on TV once. Stop that right now. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the Torin, the after, after calling you over, uh, pulls out a, a small stone that he had carved something on earlier today and just presses it against your forehead. And you feel this arcane energy that had been stored in the stone when he had carved the rune into it pass into you and re- reinvigorate you and push away the fatigue you've been feeling.
2: Yeah. If everyone sets, we should get moving. We should we should not battle here for too long.
1: Yep. The subject is no longer fatigued. If the creature was exhausted,
3: the condition is reduced to fatigue. That's a really good rune. Yes. (laughs)
4: Yay! Yay.
3: Onward. Yeah. The the runes are where all the utility casting is. Onward through marshland. Now again, I try
4: to find passage through the swamp.
3: Well, I was going to see, while they're doing that, if I can uh, tame some local, if I can find and tame some local uh, beasts of burden. So, brocolisks. Sure. Sounds Let's see like how fun. well that works. <coughs> Keep it away from me. Uh, Roll me survival and see what you've to you find. Well, I... Well, one bad experience, but I consider it bad enough to count for, like, five. So, oh. hey, let me figure out what what my deck is today. How many lenses? yeah what type of what type of dagger is your dagger today
1: four hide four hide very familiar hide surrounds the hilt of your dagger as
3: you wake up this morning yeah I had a monkey yesterday um that's a natural 20 it's a 32. <laughs> Um, yeah, you can find some crocolisks.
1: Uh, you see them as you as you're looking around. You see them uh, resting in some of the deeper ravines of the marsh, some of the deeper pools. As you look around, uh, they're definitely waiting for anyone stupid enough to get in the water with them.
3: Well, with an intelligence score of six, I think that's neat. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Let me go ahead and handle animal. Sure. See if I can use my animal empathy. Sure. You can attempt to improve the mood of this crocolisk. I also have food. I have meat. I'm going to use meat. So handle animal. Sure. 19.
1: So, meat definitely helps. And after a, a few moments of being very cautious and waiting until that motor sound that croco that crocodiles make when they see something that, that they don't like uh, approaching, that sort of low grumble noise that, that, that is well known for being the crocodile warning sound. Um, as you feel that one abate... A little bit. You just kind of give it a couple of seconds. Toss the meat, and in like a split second, the, there's a spray of water as the crocodile as the crocodile starts
3: and the meat is gone. All right. So step two is demonstrating that we have a a symbiotic relationship here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna see why I can't get this thing some more. To help it to understand what's going on. So what are you gonna do? Uh, what would be a larger meat animal around here that I could I could get? Um, there's some large
1: fish. Um, the occasional uh, swamp strider.
3: What's um, a swamp strider? It's like a giant bug. You say giant? We're talking like. Like horse-sized bug. Oh, That's yeah.
1: Nice. You know water striders. Yeah,
4: okay.
3: it's like those, but the size of a horse. Huh. I don't think the physics of that would really work scaled up. Yes, they do. It always works.
1: It's just it's just the extraordinarily long legs let them not sink in the swamp. <laughs>
3: Yeah, because it's. They don't, they don't, I, they they don't
1: feet, float on the water, but, but feet are.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think long, pointy legs would make you sink in a small... Uh, no,
1: it's more that the long, pointy legs aren't the important part. It keeps the body out of the water.
3: But, like, the ground's all marshy and they're pointy and then would stick yeah, through you're, you're, and yeah. the physics would. <laughs> okay, I'm. It's, just it's, ma- it's magic, okay. <laughs> the troll is going to go see if I can't hunt something. It, Hopefully within sight to demonstrate that I'm 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 on the same team here and we're hunting this together. So hmm. what's 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 nearby? Um, if you look around, you can see you can see one of those swamp
1: striders. They're they're very large and easy to miss because their their coloration is designed to blend
3: in with the swamp. Right. But let's let's go stalk one. Take it down. Sure. When we survival check. you 26
1: yeah so you you f- it's not hard to take down it's might be very large but it's still mostly a, a um, an insect it mostly survives just by being by fast, avoiding by avoiding. It has, like by- yeah
3: but most things can't huck us uh, javelin 60 feet yeah so you you, ca- you catch it once and you catch it good and it goes down immediately I, uh, then I, I drag it over and I, I share with the crocolisk
1: so you 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 bring the you bring the swamp strider over, and uh, the crocolis looks at you as you cut a piece off and throw
3: it to it, and you throw it to it and it immediately snatches it out of the air again. Also, ter- crocodiles are not like house cats. Once they're full, they don't want to eat anything. They don't kill things just for the heck of killing things. Mm-hmm. So, that- all right. You
1: take some time, but eventually this crocolisk is leaning favorably towards you.
3: Alright. I'm gonna see what I can do about getting some, some, some mountage. I don't remember animal handling. See if you can convince
1: this thing that carrying you is a good idea. Always. 25. Yeah, it takes a bit of work. Um, and usually it's a, in the a case of, here's some meat, don't bite me when I get close. Um
3: that you eventually manage to uh, get the crocolisk to carry. <clears throat> It'll get much friendlier when it learns that we can catch way more meat, like, as a duo.
1: And there's just the faintest hint of a small bit of magic that you're learning to tap into as you as you delve more down the path of the hunter as well, that you started to feel this connection that was sort of sparked when you had the connection with the element of earth during your trial, but now that you started to Delve a little bit deeper into it. You're starting to understand the m- very faint trace of magic behind this additional empathy that you're able to achieve with this crocodile. Cool. So, because as a hunter, you can
3: do a lot more than anyone else can. Uh, next level, I'll be able to do a whole lot more than anyone else can. But yep. that's later. Yep. Also, I need to make sure that Snack Friend has eaten. Yeah. There's plenty of stuff for Snack Friend, though. Yeah. Just okay. Give snack for an insect. Re- return to uh, group on Crocolisk.
1: <laughs> yeah, so this this very large and imposing six-legged crocodile uh, slowly marches its way out of the muck of the swamp with a troll on its back.
4: Ooh, nice smile and wave. <laughs>
3: <clears throat> okay, then. Okay. All right, I'm gonna spin this this thing around. How many people can ride a crocolisk? Probably only one, or probably only one. They're still technically a medium creature. They're just about as big as a medium creature can get. So there's no way that you can get too many these ones. guys would fit on a crocolisk. Probably not. Okay. All right. Well, we're here now. So, I mean, maybe you could try to fit another goblin on there, but you know, I don't
4: know. You're pretty
3: big, right? I mean, you're pretty tall or for uh, medium size. I'm actually (laughs) real skinny, though. If you uh, want to come have a look for
1: reference, because they are a unique looking creature. They're sort of part dragon turtle.
3: part Oh, I've seen the pictures. They're uh... yeah. All right, well. Okay. Well, if everyone here looks ready, I'm gonna blaze a trail. If I blaze a trail, I mean. So how deep is? I mean, we're we gonna have to swim some of this. And well, you guys have the road to go on.
4: Oh, that's true. I guess we have a better. I'm, gonna,
3: I'm gonna use the crocodile to kind of <laughs> scout ahead. Okay. Yeah, and you sort of grab onto
1: the dorsal fins that it's got on, the, on its back. Because by the way, crocodiles have dorsal fins Okay, so and, it's like and, and fins on their tails. They're like dragon turtles right. mixed with crocodiles yeah. with okay. six legs. Right. They're big and scary. Okay. So
2: we're
4: just going to follow the road pretty much. Um,
1: yeah, so you, you, guys, you guys follow the road. Are you heading south for the Uh, yes. Bad, the way way, much yeah, bracket. we're going to go that right way,
3: And I'm going to scout the way ahead. Mm-hmm just keep an eye on what's coming up. So go ahead and roll me a survival. Everybody? 30.
1: 30? Alright. So, keeping an eye out, you managed to steer the the party away from any encounters with dangerous beasts that live in the swamp.
3: Um, It probably helps that I have a -a crocolisk and most things, know that that's not something to tangle with. Generally not. And because you're traveling a way that specifically
1: has a road, it's generally a little bit safer. Yeah. A little more encounter free. Okay. Um, Something you're discovering, though, um, is that this place is not good for metal. Yeah. Yeah, there's this environment. Slop. Yeah. Right. Like, <clears throat> you, you're fine for right now, but you get the feeling that if you left anything Waste. in the, yeah, in the, the swamp nice for like a few weeks or so, it ended up rusting to hell.
3: You still have your powder keg, right? Yes. Well, cantrip, stay dry. Okay. That's good. Thank you. I thought <laughs> so. Also, yeah, you have that little gun. Yeah, I haven't loaded it yet. It's a cantrip, stay dry. Okay. <laughs> It just goes through the goblin stuff. Da, 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 da. Stay dry. Da, da, da. Stay dry. stay yeah. dry. Da, da. How many uses do you have of that before it costs mana? Yes. Um, it's six. Uh, you get a number of free uses equal yes. to your casting modifier. After so, that, it's one mana point to casting. So I have five free uses yeah. Yeah. because I have an insane right. spirit score. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You have five cantrip uses of any cantrip, and then after that, and each cantrip costs one mana. Yeah. And stay dry lasts like eight hours. It's nuts. It's okay. it's actually a really good spell. Yeah. Um, Especially when dealing with tinkers and stuff. If you, if you ever want to know a list of really useful spells that are Ooh. really cheap, uh, let me show you a sapphire spell list. And... <laughs> also, stay dry on that little bracer thing of yours. <laughs> <Psst. Okay. laughs> yeah, getting water oh, getting yeah. water into <laughs>
1: your gears is bad. That be bad
3: yeah. Because, heck, even when I start spending man, I have to 40 of it. So... Good. Having a high spirit score is kind of nice. Alright. And hey, if any of it does go wrong, I have a. Re- whatever that feat is. It repair. Yeah. <laughs> or mending. That too. Turns out my name is Ironmender, um, so you know. Turns out. I'm good at fixing machines.
1: And it turns out the DM knows what he's talking about when he gives you last names.
3: <laughs> I mean, you know. I I really wanted to take emergency repair on Craig Bolting, but he didn't have a wisdom score that was worth beans. So now that I've got a 20 spirit, I figure why not take it. Now that you've got some beans, I mean
2: <laughs> now that you've
3: got some wisdom right. beans. Okay. <laughs> wisdom beans. That's kind of beans. Twenty of them be exact. All right. All right. So yeah, it's gonna be
1: another two days. This will be just counting this one as the first day. It's gonna be another day after this one ends before you hit Mud Sprocket. Right. But nothing uh, eventful happens this day. Yeah, nothing. Nothing super. Nothing super eventful happens as you're sticking to the roads. The roads tend to be relatively encounter-free.
4: Okay. So I do I camp in a night, and oof, will the crocolis stay with
3: you for another night? Oh, will it be, uh... I imagine if, if I get far enough ahead, I'm going to spend some time teaching the crocolisk how to, you know, tandem hunt. Yeah. You know, be like, hey, 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 watch this trick. You just, I go, I go distract the dead, creature, and, I, oh. cha- and, and while his while crocodile is stealthy, I wrap around, scare it towards the crocolis crocolis goes, wham. Yeah. Easy move, easy food, like a bear trap but it's an alligator. (laughs) Alligators and bear traps are very similar, actually. (laughs) Uh, Sort of like that, uh, what's that card? Self-propelled bear trap. That's basically just a crocodile. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
4: So, uh, a regular camp. Again.
1: All right. So you said I can't. Uh, Everybody, um, make me another survival check. For bugs? Yep, for bugs.
4: Oh goody.
3: That was almost as low as I can roll. What do you get? Fifteen. Good. Two. Two. You're going to be fatigued.
4: It sounds
1: like it.
2: (coughs) No he's (laughs) not. You'll fix it, you will be.
3: Twenty-one. Twenty-one? You're good. Okay. Twenty. Twenty? Okay. Hmm, Holly did not. What's your roll? Seven. She's going to be fatigued.
2: <laughs> oh boy.
3: I two castings this time. Yep. Mm.
4: Oh well, okay.
3: Is that a cantrip or a first level spell? First level. Gonna use two mana points.
2: Oh no, that's
3: right. (laughs) (laughs) Being
1: a master is sweet. Yeah. So, so, yeah, the uh. I'm not gonna bother making you set watches this time. The uh. like, the. the, it goes uneventfully. You set watches, nothing happens. Nothing happens. You're on the road. Um. in the morning, the group of you awake, two of you fatigued from the insects. And I'm assuming Rick goes, all right, both of you, stop that.
3: (laughs) <laughs> one, one, one down Actually, could the troll like apply mud to them before they go to bed after seeing what happened? Makes, I don't know what the survival the, check. Is. That's what the survival check is is how how well do you manage to save off the bugs? But I mean, like apply mud like after seeing that Shiana was bitten half to death. Could he like just something like
1: do this? You can start
3: to try it next night. Okay, I'll have to do that.
1: Okay.
4: So we continue on? Yep. Okay. So... I'm going to load up, before I get up, I'm going to go ahead and load my flintlock, just in case. I might actually use it one of these days. All right. Which means... um, Okay.
1: I really need to actually take the time to put bookmarks in this monster guide or at least get my get a monster guide that has bookmarks
3: brought over here because this not having bookmarks thing on is not good. Control F.
1: Anyway. So you're scouting ahead again, right? Yes. So as you're scouting ahead and looking for stuff to hunt um, you come across something interesting uh, that seems to be uh, all by itself in the middle of a swamp it's a it's a large um, black scaled lizard uh, it is unique it has wings Hmm. It's a a small. It's not quite a snake. No, it's not quite a snake. It's a a sort of like black scaled lizard thing. Uh, It's about maybe dog size, like large dog size, uh, with a pair of wings that are kind of orange ish in coloration. Its eyes are like a solid green, and it's got a ridge of small spines across its back, and it's kind of fluttering under its own power.
3: Weird. Maybe a nature check. Not like I don't have that.
1: Maybe an intelligence check. I have an
4: awesome
3: check. Zero. It's a weird it black yeah. lizard thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't roll a natural one though. <laughs> um, let's report back to base. <laughs> uh the crocodile pops up out of the water with a troll on it, uh by you guys. And uh, the troll hops down, looks at you, points that way. Are any of you wearing black? I'm I'm dirt grey.
4: I'm brown and no.
3: Shiana's edgy. I'm sure she's got something black. I mean, I wear earth and Red and black are horde colors. If anyone of you is going to be yeah, she's got black. Shiana she's and got a black. Derek, <laughs> cool. So first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to find a lizard, just like catch a lizard, hold the lizard up, which is probably very freaked out right now. Yeah. Point to the lizard. Uh, like grab Shiana's black trim. Point to the trim. Point to the lizard. Black and lizard. then flap like wings. Point to the lizard. Point to the trim just show us where you found it I'm gonna gonna, like make an indication of size and like snappy teeth and flappy flappy so there's a big a large lizard lizard of some sort with with a cloak a large black lizard of some sort I'm gonna do the flappy flappy again with lizard? wings the, uh, the troll the troll thoughts in excitement and then throws the lizard for the crocolus. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing for Snake.
3: <laughs> Just reflexes that
1: could not have possibly predicted that. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> gone.
2: Survival <laughs> so roll to see if I might know what he Knowledge be. nature. Knowledge nature nature. I do have that. 15. Oh,
4: Nature. At 24.
1: Sounds like a young black dragon.
2: <laughs> and,
4: ooh, let's get one of those and tame it.
2: <laughs>
4: that means there's going to be a big one nearby.
1: Black dog-sized lizard, flying, has spiny bits, green eyes. <laughs> Sounds like a black dragon, a very young one.
3: <laughs> like a well. Does a 21 let me know as well?
2: Yes. Weird.
3: Um, we, and let's move. Our black dragons one of the evil ones. All the colors are always different. Definitely the black dragon.
4: Oh, is it that one? That should be
1: easy to take care of. It's small.
3: It's <laughs> definitely <Deathwing laughs> junior. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the the dragonflies are, ra- are rarely are rarely interacted with, um, and little is known about them. Mm -hmm. what is known is that the majority of them are guardians of this world. They're, on the general whole protectors. They can be fearsome and terrifying, especially when you're not aligned with them, because they will deal harshly with anything they see as a threat, often lethally with anything they see as a threat. But the only ones that are considered to be malicious are the Black Dragonflight.
3: Terrific.
4: Well,
3: as much as I'd love to say getting rid of something like this could alleviate problems down the line I think having a black dragon angry at us is not a fate we would particularly be fond of a baby black dragon no the the, The baby black dragon's parents yes Yes. yeah are what I'm referring to what I I was saying
4: they usually hang around their parents for
3: a long period of
1: time the ecology of dragons is not something you're familiar with right
2: what I was referring to is that it's a baby dragon that means even if we do we could take care of it. Yeah, we could definitely There'd
4: be then bigger problems. We just don't know if uh, if they got parents about. <clears throat> do we want to find out? I don't. Let's keep moving. Like, let's avoid Let's quicken our step for about an hour.
2: <laughs> Good job, Jangatal. Thank you for letting us.
3: all hops on the crocodile skin. We're not going to mess with this. Keep moving now. Let's just leave. So, of a- a- avoiding the thing. All right. So I will. I will see if I can find a route that will avoid going through that. So it'll probably take us off road for a bit, right? Yep. Which is going to slow you down a bit. Uh, well, it's going to slow them down because they don't have crocolisks, right? Yeah. What are they doing? Not riding crocolisks? Seriously. How the people are doing it? We're staying dry. Well, the kids that think they're cooler doing Well, it. you are. I got some bad news about how dry you're going to be in a second. Very! He's very dry right now, actually. <laughs> you can actually do that for everyone. I mean, it's just, it, there's actually like a limited amount of stuff you can do with each casting. You can so, make a person dry, though. You can't make a full person dry. It's got to be It's like a square foot. It's like a yeah, small... Is. So <clears throat> it takes, like, three castings to cover him entirely. One cubic if, foot. If, if you're one of the superior races, like kobolds, you can cast... You can, uh, you I mean, all I'm doing is covering, like, his vital equipment, so, like, the gun, the... I mean, literally three castings.
1: You're, what, three feet yeah, tall? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, one, two, three three, three <laughs> castings would cover him entirely. <laughs>
3: yeah. What, whatever it... Yeah. <laughs> Basically, whatever it takes so that you don't have to clean rust out of whatever... You know, yeah. machines. It's like, boop, boop, boop. You're good. <laughs> it takes significantly more for the torrent. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like do 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 do. <laughs> yeah, that might actually start draining women a bit.
4: <clears throat> Okay, so we move on.
1: All right. Yeah. So you keep moving. Uh, you do end up having to um, make your way out of the, off of the road to avoid where you assume that Welp is probably hunting, looking for food. Um, and you occasionally you have to stop, because you think you hear, it's, it's sort of like... It's a very odd noise to hear a dragon whelps cry, it's sort of... It doesn't have the base of a typical dragon roar, but you can still hear the fire and magma that builds in the throat and the gullet of a black dragon, even
3: at a whelp stage. So it's this sort of, like, crackling, high-pitched growl. So it almost sounds more like how you'd stereotype, game imagine a phoenix.
1: Kind of, yeah. That like, kind of... But with, like, a lot of fire and magma sounds.
4: Okay.
2: <clears throat> cool. I like the dragon, so... Not that cool. What was that? It's a dragon, so... (laughs) (laughs) But, uh...
3: Several may a... Spot check. Ooh, let's make spot checks.
4: Somebody made a better one than I
3: did. Mm. Ooh, sir, spot check? I can do that. I got 11. So do I. That's not good.
1: That's a 25. That's better. I got 18. Still bit. So two of you aren't surprised. Roll one for Shiana. Uh, she's surprised. Two of you aren't surprised. <laughs> 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 That's pretty much it. Uh, when a mound of swamp matter rises up out of the ground and proceeds to lunge with vines and plant matter at a, the group of you as you all step into what seems to be the territory of some kind of swamp tar beast. Oh one of those. Woo! So everyone's gonna roll me some, some initiative.
3: The in the shit. Huh I might not go last. Hey. hey and he definitely so won't go last. I mean wow. I am capable of getting a zero, so <laughs> that zero was not my ability to get go- And oh. so did it. <laughs> nice. Is it a new day? From when I rolled my boar? Yes. It would it, yes, it would. Yes. Okay. Roll like a an different animal.
1: Or roll the same animal
3: if you roll the same number again. I don't know. Whatever do you feel like. Whatever you feel like rolling. Really? Whatever the dice feel like. Uh, the dice feel like today is a good day to be a whale.
1: Really? More whale leather.
4: Yay.
3: <clears throat> You're really having a whale of a time with that knife. My initiative does not go up. Well played. played. Alright, so <laughs> well played. We'll Twenty-five to twenty. Yes, yes. What you got? 24, 22 for Shiana. Alright. There goes Jang. Shiana. The tar beast is going last. Twenty fifteen.
2: You
3: know? Uh seventeen. Seventeen. Oh, dang. Yeah, I rolled an 18 on the dice. So <laughs>
2: Oops.
3: so the Targis probably is going less than... It had an initiative of zero. He can match that. He can match it. <laughs> but i probably have a higher dex score than Ants. What's your agility? Nine. It's is also nine. Oh. What's no. your intelligence? Probably way, way, way higher <laughs> than yes. I, don't, I mean, unless this thing is like, you know... Professor, reading some professor Tar Beast. Unless this thing is, you know, like reading philosophy in its spare time that I didn't know of.
1: No, this is not Beast from
3: X Men. <laughs>
1: right. Uh, okay, so 15. How I, I wonder all those vines? 10, 10, 10 uh, 12. 12. No, so okay. I go
3: last. So it's going Jang, Shiona, second to last. I go
1: second, second to last. Rick.
3: <laughs> what is this Crocolisk feeling right now? Um. It's having fight it's, or flight instinct? It's threatened, and so it's gonna go for
1: bites, but it's probably if it feels if it feels like it's being outmatched, it's probably gonna flee. Cool.
3: So are we thinking Brick more Josh. So how big is this Army thing? Is Large. So are we thinking more defensive spells or more offensive spells here? Like should I like Basically, what I'm saying is, should I, like, you could hold your action and I could give you bull strength, or should Control I just. The troll's hugging a spear and then closing on this thing with the knife. Okay, defensive spell then. So throw me your spear. Stay on target. Uh. 17? Uh. Misses, actually. Alright, and then draw my knife as I pull it up close and try to draw attention. Oh, when's the crocolis going? Uh, it- doesn't. Don't animal companions normally go on your it's turn? Not it's not an, an animal companion, well, uh, it's an animal that tolerates me. <laughs> so, I guess that would follow more closely like the rules of cohorts or something, initiative which I think have cover on initiative. It's going right before the tar beast at two. Oh. <clears throat> <clears throat> Alright, uh, The mounts amount. go on your turn, though.
1: Yes, yeah, it's not a mount. It's not a mount. It's
3: not trained. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's an animal that is tolerating his presence. Yeah. As long as his mood is good.
4: But if he chucks a javelin, then jumps off to attack with.
3: That's see, what, he what I just did. Yeah, so he's off of it now, so yeah. yeah, yeah see, so, I, um, I can't ride the thing in the bad, let's no, not train right, for that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, makes So sense. he's on his own. Shut up. Uh Shiana's probably going to do her Shiana thing. Stabbing things? Stabbing things. She's gonna roll a natural one. And miss. Because we'll I'm going that. rolling for her. Leaf! I'm going to go ahead and move up to get as many people inside of this 20-foot uh, radius emanation and cast a devotion aura. Which will give a plus one deflection bonus to AC to everyone within 20 feet of me.
1: I'll agree on pass to go up by
3: one. Awesome. Let me see. For how long? It's one round per level. <laughs> so, Which five rounds. Ten kind of but yeah, so. Well. I mean. That's going to be the end of the. The duration of most fights. Yeah, <clears throat> so it's not too bad. That's just the main drawback of it for how nice it is for a second spell.
2: quick. I shall cast. <clears throat> I shall cast the uh, Mark of the Beast to increase my strength on myself. And uh, what is it? And Mark of the Tiger. Mark of the Tiger for claws? For claws. And uh, level up on the dice. Alright. So once
1: again, slam your fists together and the marks of the beast that are on your shoulders bulge bulge your body with strength and then your hands extend those three fingers into claws. Awesome. Rick. Smash! Josh, what Um, you got? You got a gun. I'm going to shoot it. Roll
3: it.
4: This is probably not going to hit. But we shall try any... Nope. Luckily, this thing probably has an AC of negative 50, so... No, he couldn't hit with a 17.
3: Oh, right. Armor bonuses. So a 9 funny. doesn't hit. No, 9 does not hit. <laughs> Told you. Bullet flies off.
4: <clears throat> well, you know, I've got to use my
3: stuff. here.
1: Grenades are helpful.
4: I know, but then people
1: are all over the place.
3: <clears throat> Yeah. I guess a large sized creature is not such a problem. But. Yeah. Uh, Crocolis
1: is going to try and snap at the thing.
4: I don't know what
1: else.
3: Crocolis is going to enjoy the salad bar. Apparently. It's going to move up and try and bite. It's a very soggy salad bar. With a 22, it's going to hit. Wilted lettuce is a thing. Yes, not this. It's gonna, yeah. It's gonna deal 13 points of damage with its bite. I mean, I'm pretty sure there isn't some, you know, lettuce farm just sitting around yeah. harvesting tar beasts. Then it's gonna try and
1: grapple the Cabbage tar farm, beast. maybe.
3: But not a lettuce farm. Okay, it might grapple the tar
1: beast. Hang on a minute. <laughs> Death Roll! Oh, cool. 28 versus. 27. It actually grapples the Tar Beast. Nice. Wow. <clears throat> Which means it gets to lacerate the Tar Beast.
3: It begins its grab combo. Which
1: means it deals an additional amount of bite damage. Nice. It deals 14 more bite damage. <laughs> By the way, crocodiles are dangerous if they bite and grab on. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I should just put
3: bull's strength on the crocodile. <laughs>
1: Uh, Unfor- unfortunately, this thing is an elemental, so it's immune to critical hits. So it does not take the stamina damage for being lacerated. Oh,
3: shucks! It's got no blood, so yeah. Uh, which then brings it to its turn.
1: Uh, just try to break free first, right? It's not exactly inhibited by the thing being having its teeth lash onto it.
3: Yeah, as long, if it's the same size, I think it's like a minus four to attacking things that it's not grappling. Oh,
4: okay.
3: It's bigger than the crocodile. But yeah, DM can rule that. That doesn't always apply.
1: Uh... It's gonna. A land though, the crocolisk though, because the crocolisk was the thing to hit it first.
3: With an eight on the die. That'll be a nineteen, which I believe is going to hit. Yeah, so, yeah. The <laughs> thing about animals, they didn't tend to have decent HP. Terrible AC. It's, it's going to do seven points of damage to the crocolisk, and hit it again. Does the cro- how much damage does the crocolisk look after that first hit? Uh,
1: after the second hit. Wow, that was awful. 15. it's looking injured but definitely not bloody. Okay. And this this is the kind of fight that you that you feel like the crocolus might expect to take on anything that fights back. Makes sense. Yep.
3: So then that brings us to the top, Jang. Alright, uh this for myself so I'm flanking. Does 21 hit? Yes. Cool. This thing is definitely not an animal, so I don't get my um, that bonus. But six damage. Make a reflex save.
1: 28. You manage to the 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 tar tar (laughs) tar-like nature of this thing tries to adhere
3: itself to your weapon, but you manage to pull it free. So what you're saying is that my bite attack might not be a good plan. Move no. Probably not That's your judgment call <laughs> I mean Back you and gum Yeah, got, I may have a terrible intelligence But I am a good spirit score And uh, I know better than that So, yeah, I'm just gonna Stabby stab And then Shiana Goes to stabby stab And I'm sure she misses Yeah, she missed If an 18 missed last round Yep 17 missed last time. Oh, uh, seventeen 17 miss? Well, this is lower than that, too. Okay. It's a uh, 15. 15, yeah, that misses. Uh, leaf. I'm gonna go ahead and... The is the only thing damaged.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, I guess I gotta go ahead and heal it. Seven. Three. It's two. probably a very odd sensation for the Crocolisk to be healed. <laughs> Eh. How much unless you go 10 one? 14 15 all the damage is gone well so me that's less likely to bite me later I'll take it generally and I know where that came from brick uh, also the buff does, is not lasting for five rounds it's lasting for four rounds I am level five but my cast levels four all right and yeah. Oh, because you're a tinker? Yep. You
2: have a level of tinker. Okay, I'm going to try to charge you All right. Roll meter attack.
1: It's natural one. Why? Well, at least your hands aren't stuck in it. <laughs> <laughs> you run up, swipe out with the claw. And just catch some of the vines that are on its exterior and just kind of pull the vines off. Just random plant matter. Alright,
4: uh, Josh. It takes to take one round
1: to load and
4: shoot,
3: right? It's a move action to load, isn't it? Uh, it? Oh, that's standard right. yeah. action to load. How oh, is is it? Unless you have the rapid reload feed. Um, no,
1: I don't have that yet, so I'm going to have to go with my, um... What did you, oh, you did you take for a feat this level? The uh, proficiency Marshall. With it. Oh, Marshall. Oh, martial right. I took proficiency with it. Okay, yeah.
3: Yeah, there you go. I'd be able to use it. Alright, oh, yeah. So, crossbow. <clears throat> crossbow. I'm sure you could make a mechanical device to make it self loading. Yeah.
4: But I can't hit with that
1: either. So. Really, a really
3: device called a clip. Yeah, it's a magazine.
1: Yeah, I missed. Not a clip, yeah. Well, I mean, it could be a clip. It'd just be a, a, a really inefficient way of putting bullets in the thing.
3: Uh, a clip is technically. Well, you'd have storing to, you'd have to be, bullets in a magazine first, is actually
4: uh, the, you, like, the is A flintlock is so like don't have to, make, the, have to the, wrap the bullets in the paper the or something. The difference is
1: being is, a clip is a handful of bullets held together by a band, which means that when a clip is emptied, just the metal band fires out of the gun, like the old um, uh, M1 Grand. Uh, a magazine is an encased shell that holds bullets and has a spring at the bottom that pushes it up.
3: Yes. So, for lack of materials, it probably would have. It would being probably be a clip. clip.
1: Yeah, it would, like it probably would actually end up being a clip. Make it a move action to reload instead of a. Yeah, can you slam the clip into the into the into the hold? Okay, <clears throat> That rolled a seven. I missed. All right, uh, mm-hmm. that brings us to the crocolisk, uh, who is no longer injured and is feeling real good about that.
3: Grappled by the beast now, though, because his hit was a slam attack. So, that's kind of a favorable we'll position. That. They're already in a grapple, so yeah.
1: <laughs> it's gonna try and bite down. Because if it, it needs to make a successful grapple check to do that. Which it might, if it rolls low enough. A two is low enough. So I guess to deal more bite damage.
3: not I'm no. And to, and to think that everyone thought they were carnivorous.
1: There's another 13 yes, right. <clears throat> Thanks, sorry. How much damage do you
3: do with your. Six? Set? Six? Okay. Let me try and keep track of that. I mean, they just kind of bite things that get in their mouth. Like, if you've seen the. Like, those demonstrations where they'll. You know, so take, take slap a snapping
1: crocodile on the on the on the head and have it snap whatever's in front of it. Yeah, yeah.
3: or like it, it no, the, like when it. they take like a like a watermelon or something oh. yeah. to like a snapping turtle or a <clears> crocodile <throat> or something. Yeah,
1: and just, it's like they they put the, they put the watermelon in front of them and slap the
3: crocodile on the head and goes. And nine times out of ten, it's preceded by a message saying, "Hey, this is a good analogy for a human head. Don't do this at home." <laughs>
1: It's like watching a... uh, Especially
3: because if you have a crocodile in your home, you should really be thinking about other things. Yes. (laughs) And very, very quickly. Like, running.
1: Very, very quickly. It's sort of like watching a hippopotamus with a watermelon. Yeah. Because they're just like a trap door
3: falling. It's like... Yep. Uh, yeah a hippopotamus d- bite is actually <coughs> more dangerous than a crocodile bite yeah it's just the weight of his upper jaw is just crushing force just Pri- p- primarily because the hippo's mouth is way bigger and can get more of your body in it mm-hmm. there's very yes. very very few things that in are fact, worse to get bite bitten by than a hippo in fact in a fight between hippo and a crocodile hippos typically win
1: yeah because the hippo just has to get enough of the crocodile in its mouth to crush its spine
3: because tanks are totally overpowered in this meta <laughs> Anyway, Tar Beast,
1: uh, Johnny, you put a dagger in it. It was a magic dagger. Yeah? It's
3: gonna go at you. Come at me, bro. It did, with a natural 20. Why does everything creepy?! I mean, hey, that's the second natural 20 rolled this fight. There have already been two ones as well. You take 20 points
1: of bludgeoning damage and are now grappled by this Tar Beast. Eh. I'll be fine.
3: That's like less than half your maximum hit points, right? No. Right now, that's a third of my maximum hit points. Okay, cool. And then it's gonna. You can walk out I can. all. I can. Exactly. <laughs> <I'm> literally, right? <laughs> I'm a troll. It makes my job very easy. And then it's gonna hit the. Oh, it's like, alright, heal the. Oh, never mind. It's
1: a, third, it's a 29 to hit you, and also a 39. Then it's going to be 8 points of bludgeoning damage for you.
3: If any of this party has an AC of 29 or higher, um, you've done something, right? <laughs> uh, that will be the Beast turn. Jang. Uh, it tried to shank me. It did shank you, and you uh, grappled right now. Yeah, I didn't enjoy that. Well, thankfully, you can dagger someone in a grapple. Yeah, that's why you have a dagger. <clears throat> uh, 20-something. Yes, you hit Another six damage and I mean we're here, we're living this life. Gonna bite it? Yeah? <laughs> okay. I'm already grappled. Roll me an attack roll with your bite.
1: Also roll me a reflex save for your dagger. Oh
3: right. Uh so the reflex save is a twenty four. Alright, you managed to pull the dagger for The bite's a six. You miss you miss with the bite. <laughs> you can't get your <clears throat> teeth on it properly. Oh. I am still technically flanking, but it's a 9. Still can't get your teeth on it properly. I didn't think so. His armor class is 18. Uh, Shiana missed again. <laughs> Shiana's not hit anything. In the I've rolled her a fights. 1, a 5, and this is a 2. <laughs> well then. Why are you rolling anyway? <laughs> because I'm sitting, yes, I'm adjacent to the seat. Leaf, what do you got? Uh, it's like a fireball or something. Not that kind of caster, unfortunately. That's not what I do. Like <laughs> the most I can do is one. Yeah, no. The, 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 the most I can do is like can you cast a little the, bit of subdual damage. You don't have you
1: don't have any of the smite spells, do you? Yet.
3: Don't have what smite? No, he's a priest, not no. no, I I have.
2: There's oh. holy smite
3: is actual
1: oh
2: holy Spell. smite
3: yeah but that's so I have smite which is the thing that deals good damage to undead and demons but is practically useful for anything else and I have ray and Lesser array of subjugation yeah, the problem is uh, the, but Lesser Ray of subjugation kind of is useful for this because basically you know, divine spells can deal damage but they are generally very specific and you have to kind of pick out the right ones for the right enemies yeah I'm a priest also not a shaman shaman deal with elementals <laughs> or a druid so druids don't deal with elementals that well, either. Yeah, uh... Mm-hmm.
2: Okay.
3: Are you... You're attacking this thing in melee? Uh, yeah. Oh, right, because you're, you're, you're kind of stuck to it. I'd use true shot or if you were at a range, but you're not. So, for right now... I think the best thing to do, yeah, Smite is yeah, this is the thing, and it's very low damage, but it is a
1: damaging spell.
3: You know what? That Crocolisk has seriously been doing a number on this thing. Yeah, Crocolisk MVP. Give yeah. Crocolis to how do you want to do this? I mean, you know what? Yeah, you know, Bull's the strength, strength on a crocodile. <laughs> That's just what my life is right now. <laughs> I love we'll a bull. <laughs> so the crocodile is now stronger. Alright, we a have a super strong, strong crocodile going six. at you. There's no way this can end badly for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's plus four, right? Plus four. Plus four, four. Plus plus right. four hands with bonus. Oh.
2: Brick. It's kind of a really nice spell okay, what are, are you doing, doing a set that? of spells. I'm um, casting. Uh... Mark of magic striking on myself to give my fist plus one.
3: Alright, and then punching?
2: And then punching. Go for it. Uh, did these grapple? Does that count as, uh... You, yes,
1: you get a plus two, yes. I believe, yeah. perfect for him, basically him being in a bad spot. So that's... that's twenty-two. Twenty-two, you hit him. Roll damage. And
2: that was...
1: Plus your strength, plus one, because of the magic bonus. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, with the uh, Mark of the Beast, does it increase my strength by 4, or the ability but the score by 4? Uh,
1: it increases, uh, the Mark of the Beast for strength increases the strength ability score, which means that you get yeah, a plus, plus 2 plus bonus.
2: Plus 2 more. So. Yeah, plus 2 more. So that's, so that's 4 and 10. 10. 10 total damage? 10 total damage. That's not so missing anything.
1: You got the extra plus 1 from being a magic weapon? Uh, yeah, that's yeah, it's there. Okay, cool. Ten points of damage with a single with a single punch. Nice. Most people can't do that.
2: Just gonna a single bash.
1: All right, and quite close, huh? Josh missed again. <laughs> Yeah, Tinkers are not combat characters <laughs> yeah, yeah, until they make weapons to fight for them, basically. That's yeah, that's what I'm working on. <laughs>
3: <laughs> basically,
1: steam suits, vehicles, stuff like that are how yeah, Tinkers get into
3: fights. Right. A Tinker isn't a good fighter until either they're making used tech device checks or their enemies are making reflex saves. Those are the two times when a Tinker is a good fighter. <laughs> basically, yeah.
2: I need a sentry here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Building a sentry. <clears throat>
1: All right, uh, well, the Crocolis is going to try and bite this thing again. <laughs> Yay. That's That's been working well for it so far, and it's got
4: extra strength. I mean,
1: with extra strength, this is going to be a like 29 grapple check. So. Okay, this gets to do bike damage. How do you want to do this, me? So the, the, the crocolisk, as it's got a mouthful of this giant tar beast, just kind of jerks its head and yanks the mass of this tar of this massive block of tar down into the muck and drags it down under the surface of the water, and you lose sight of it as it drags it down to the very bottom. And you don't see anything for a bit. And then you start to slowly see bits of plant matter float to the surface in chunks. <laughs> and then a few seconds later, the crocodile just rises up to the surface of the swamp water.
3: Imperfect health. Yeah. yeah, stronger than it's ever been. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. Well, so, is well, this kind of see? thing natural for swamps to just, you know, have hanging around? Um, based yes. on your understanding of the spirits,
1: um, Tar Beasts are a form of elemental. Um, they, are, uh, they are an amalgamation of spiritual energy, which is basically when the raw stuff that makes up the elemental spirits sort of condenses into one location, new, new elemental creatures might be formed, and in places where there's a lot of mixing of the elements of water and life, a tar beast might
3: form, which is usually swamps.
1: Okay. They're not common, but they're technically
3: natural. Cool. Cool just want to know if, you know, if this is part of that whole apocalypse thing that's happening.
1: It's sort of like the situation that leads to, like, a shambling mound in D&D, where just the right, perfect
3: combination of elements causes something to come to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and head on and hope the dragon didn't notice us. Well keep on going okay. I mean the found of like a crocolisk and a tarbeast fighting is probably not there was a gunshot though oh yeah well you know well <coughs> maybe it's a really smart crocolisk a crocolisk tinker
1: um, um, yes. maybe maybe <laughs> no, maybe, so the, maybe, the, maybe the baby dragon didn't notice
3: <laughs> or maybe it's actually afraid of gunshots who knows move out of here fast. Right, Yeah, you
1: move as quick as you can, getting back on the road after you pass by where you fear the dragon will be searching.
3: Um, and you keep moving. Does anyone have knowledge geography? Ooh, I have knowledge geography. I have knowledge like everything. I actually have knowledge in absolutely everything, what with this newest level of Tinker. Nice. That was half the reason I took it, so I can get every single knowledge skill.
1: <laughs> so if I, if I ask, does anyone have knowledge, you have... It?
3: Yes. <laughs> Kinda of nice, just bleep rule knowledge. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Um, and each one's a plus six because I have a nice intelligence. <laughs> so there is there's a bit of an explanation.
1: Um, there is one place that is part of why not a lot of people like to go through Dust Wallow. But, and this kinda of comes to mind after you have had the close encounter with the Dragon Whelp. Um, there is the only... There is only one known location in the world where people know that black dragons operate and dwell basically a stone's throw away from ah, civilization. Here. In a specific location of the dust wall of Marsh known as the worm Bog. Now you tell
4: us.
3: Well. Does this memory happen to be jogged by, say large, ominous shadows passing over us or the sound of deep growling in the earth? Uh, well, specifically,
1: a large black shadow passes over you, and then a set of wings begin to touch down a fair distance away, and there's just this sound of growling noise.
3: Huh. That can't be bad at all. Stealth. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. For as good as I am at spotting things, I'm actually kind of crummy at stealth. But you know what? I can, I, I, I can give it a try. 28. Alright. I don't want to be here when it looks this direction. Okay. Rolling well. 20. Who needs skill points when you can roll well? 15. Alright. 15 also.
1: Alright, so the group of you are moving quietly, and you notice when the large adolescent drake... Takes off into the sky with the whelp flying behind it, presumably heading back to wherever their roost is at after having retrieved its younger sibling.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Which direction? Uh, southeast. Same way we're going. Yeah, but more east. Okay.
3: Here we go. <clears throat> southeast. Is that headed anywhere not- notable? Uh, the the direction that you that you remember the worm bog
1: to be, which is east of Mud Sprocket by a fair distance.
3: Okay. So we're going to go. To Hopefully, we're, we're, we're skirting far enough away from the worm bog that we shouldn't have to deal with any of this. But keeping an eye out for black dragons, it shouldn't be terribly difficult. Well,
1: yeah. The uh, you do know that the there's a road um, south of the mud sprocket that. Heads straight down, uh, which will presumably help you get away. But it, you do know that directly east of Let's Rocket is the is the worm bog. Um, but eventually, the night begins to fall as you start having to consider a place to camp for the night.
3: All right. Um a good place to camp and I'm going to apply some mud to our less capable <laughs> individuals. Alright, you can roll a survival check for yourself and one for the people that you're trying to help <laughs> deal with the insects. Um eighteen for myself Oops. It's way over there. <laughs> Got some distance. Uh, 17 for Shiana. Did anybody else do? Does anyone else here die? We have the goblin. I both, uh, survival stuff. 18 for the goblin. <clears throat> okay. I think the other people are pretty self-sufficient. If I recall. Yeah, I've got a pretty good survival roll. 17. 18. 18. Alright, yeah, so you managed to make sure that the everyone else, you rolled above a 12 for everybody, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, my survival bonfire is a 12. Okay, yeah, so my survival bonfire is a 9, so it would be very difficult for me to fail. Yeah, so you, you make sure that everyone is
1: well prepared and going to be able to survive the bugs for the evening. And the rest... You get your long rest in. Day passes by. Evening passes by rather un- rather uneventfully. Um, and you wake up the next morning and continue on your way. And all right,
4: so, um, heading down toward Worm. Mud's toward
3: Mudrocky. Uh, like so we'll get we'll get there today, right? Yeah. Probably about sunset today. Wolfskin. Yeah, look at that.
1: And and right on time, as the the sun is beginning to set on this particular day of travel, um, you find yourself coming within view of a series of wooden palisades that form the wall around the small settlement of Mudsprocket. Uh, there is a particularly tall telescopic tower in the in the center of the facility that marks the goblin laboratory Yay. Uh, where you can see that there is a uh, large telescope that is designated that it is designed to keep an eye on the area around uh, from within the confines and there is the good old sign that hangs off of the, uh, the front door of the Goblin Lab that you can see as you enter the town. That most Goblin Labs have, just as sort of the, the Goblin's way of making a joke about everybody else's sign hangs off the front door that says Temple of Boom.
4: <laughs> yes. Did we leave the, uh, that crocodile in the swamp, pretty
3: much? Or? I intended to write it in yes, the I Yeah, keep writing it, okay. <laughs> As long as it doesn't freak out and try to bite buddy. <laughs> That's fine. He's going to take care of it. Oh match for a crockless. So, Especially if you have bull strength. <laughs> and an animal main <laughs> weapon. So,
4: going through the main palisades, the guards, I mean, they're just armed with...
1: Uh, the guards are actually goblins, yeah. and
3: they're armed with steam suits. Okay. <laughs> so this is a full goblin town. Yep. Well, sprocket, you would think. Well, yeah, but I know. I would just. So I'm happy. So you, as you as you enter the as you
1: enter the palisades, you see there's a handful of goblins with sort of like mechanical exoskeletons that they're walking around with, kind of piloting that are holding various weapons that they use to per- dissuade anybody who would want to be too much of a threat. And you also see a good handful of ogres wandering around, and you know that ogres are a very popular mercenary thug for goblins because they're big and dumb to yeah. go with the goblin's small and brilliant.
3: <laughs> okay. It works out best for both parties there. Yes. They're good at carrying machines that work and beating people up with when machines don't work. Yep. Okay. A reaction to riding a crocolisk into town? <laughs>
2: Not really. Surprisingly, uh, mostly. I mean, it's, it's the goblins. They've it's seen it's, it's
1: goblins. They've seen everybody come through.
4: <laughs> Yay! All
3: right, head on in. What's the town? What's the feel of this town? Because I don't think I've ever been to a goblin town before.
1: Uh, so as you as you enter, this town is range Um, it's dominated by the giant uh, telescopic laboratory in the center um, and there's a variety of smaller buildings all made out of various slapped together metal um, most of which seem to be designed around the aspect of being sturdy enough to withstand an explosion Um, and
3: I'm sure I can see char marks fairly easily everywhere on some of them yeah Goblins are good at what they do, uh, and you—the ones that are still alive—are. <laughs> yeah, and that's the best part.
1: <laughs>
3: <clears throat> that's why they tend to be very intelligent. But, <laughs> but the uh, very, very <laughs> rapid natural selection. <laughs> yep. Well, unnatural selection. Uh, I mean, that's kind of the point, though. People who are stupid don't survive. People who are bad at their jobs don't 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 get far. People that think that everyday uh, items need more dynamite typically don't end up doing so well, unless
1: they make really good dynamite.
3: True, but even they'll probably end up with a couple of singed eyebrows. I mean, the Bolting Clan is doing all right. <laughs> Yeah, but they're experts. Experts in explosives. You gotta get an expert in something. We make everything explode. We make <laughs> our toothpaste explode. I mean, why not? For that. Yeah. Alright, uh,
1: so, yeah, the, uh, there's a number of different buildings. Um, there's, there's a. And it looks like each of the goblins here has sort of set up their own shop, um, and everything is a store uh everybody's selling something and everybody 's got generally got a monopoly on what they 're selling um, there's uh there's your there's your random parts dude there's yeah. your explosives dude there's your weapons dude there's your armor dude there's your vehicles dude there's your goblin boss who is the dude's dude <laughs> he's the dude who gives people dudes <laughs> Uh, okay. And there's the innkeeper dude, who's the one dude who can sell you the thing that other dudes can't do, which is rooms. I see. <laughs> they don't explode, preferably. <laughs> yeah. Is it extra for a room that doesn't explode? No.
3: <laughs> or is it extra for a room that doesn't explode? <laughs> it's extra for a, room for a room that does explode. It's exploding mattresses. Far more relaxing than you may think. Usually, because death is the best, the most relaxing experience. Well, you see, if you if they're timed right, it's actually like this really cool massage mattress. It just, <laughs> just, just sounds <laughs> like a diesel engine. <laughs> it explodes very slowly and just vibrates the mattress, <laughs> like and it bounces it, you up It, it actually morning. feels quite relaxing. But the goblin engineer who built it didn't realize that it sounded like a diesel engine. So you know, now, yeah, if you did? That's the yeah. goblins have really good earplugs. Yeah. Also, to a goblin baby, that's... Diesel's relaxing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's just. It's, it's literally it's, it's like using a car motor to run like a, a like a, a vibrating bed. So it's like it's like a series of small explosions that just very slowly vibrates the bed to give you a relaxing massage. Unfortunately, the gnomes are the ones who invented
3: the muffler, <laughs> so it doesn't have a muffler. It also gets real hot, so don't roll off the bed the wrong way. <laughs> or just have natural fire resistance like high-level thinkers have. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, you know. So yeah, there's, uh, there's,
1: there's, the, there's, the, so there's the flight master, there's the innkeeper, there's the food and drink, there's the weapons and armor merchant, and then there's a handful of other goblins that all have their own thing to sell.
3: I want to try to look around and learn a little bit more about this mysterious uh, cabal of five and a third.
1: Well, uh the guy you're probably gonna wanna look for, at least the guy who seems to be in charge as soon as you ask around, is like, you know, who's 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 the boss around here? Uh, well there's a gentleman who uh, works out of the um, out of the goblin laboratory by the name of Drazit Drip Valve. Drazit Drip Valve. Excellent. And so that's the guy you're gonna be looking for if you're looking for any real information.
3: Cool. Any kind of is there any kind of a techno magic guy? Uh, not here. Okay. I, I guess it's a fairly obscure profession.
1: But if you someone if someone was going to know anything in this town, probably this guy. Okay. So you go looking for Drazit? I'll see if I can hunt him down. <laughs> so you you head up into the into the lab, and there is this sound of. No, no, you idiot! Put it down! Put it down! Ah, I gotta fix it now. And uh, so, as you as you approach, I um, see
3: what Izzy might be referring to fixing. It.
1: You see, you see a goblin uh, sort of with his head in his palm as an ogre slowly slowly puts down uh, a very large um, cylindrical object with a series of like suction valves on the sides that seems to be designed to draw something in from the area around it Uh, and you see the ogre's like sorry boss he's like don't worry about it just go help Axel out with something if he needs it I gotta fix this now
3: can I tell if it's damaged or malfunctioning? Like if it took damage or if it malfunctioned. Roll an engineering check with your intelligence. <laughs> Makes sense. Did do, do, you? Do. That's not bad. Uh, twenty-five.
1: That was a good roll. Uh, both. It uh, looks like when the ogre picked it up too fast, he cracked it against something and it dented some piece of the metal, which caused some of the internal gears to start to go a little wonky. So it's both damaged and malfunctioning. because. Can I tell
3: damage. what the thing is supposed to do? Uh,
1: based on that role, it's a Phlogiston collector.
2: Hmm.
1: It is a, a very <laughs> large stationary device that is designed to collect Phlogiston out of the air. And distill it down into vials.
3: Yeah, that thing looks like it's seen better days.
1: What? Oh, hi. The, you see, you see a very sort of well dressed uh, goblin with sort of like a, a purple uh, double breasted uh, vest with sort of like gold buttons on both sides and sort of long purple sleeves with gold trim and his surprisingly normal slacks compared to the vest, which you can only assume is because of the you know the environment of the marsh. He's got like basic leather breeches and then this big fancy purple doublet and, like, basic brown boots. So it's, like, real fancy on the upper half and then real utilitarian on the lower half. He's got his hair pulled back into a big brown ponytail.
3: Well, if you don't mind, I do happen to specialize in fixing this sort of thing. I sort of move over to the machine.
1: I mean, I can fix it
3: myself, but if you're offering free labor... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and cast... Uh... Repair damage or whatever the warning is that spell, the spell that I use a lot. Five, eight, that'd be 13. 13, 14, 15. So 18 points of damage uh, restored to it. Alright, so that repairs all the damage. Uh And I'm going to go ahead and make a check with emergency repair would that be, or would that just be a general... Would it be like an engineering check or would it be something with the emergency repair feet? What does the emergency repair feet do? So, the emergency repair feet allows you to stop a device from malfunctioning dangerously and allows it to continue functioning temporarily. If you roll a 20, it can function. This would
1: be more just a straight engineering check. Engineering check? All right. With your agility. With agility? Yeah.
3: With a. Da, da, da. Okay. It's moving
1: parts and so you gotta get unstuck.
3: Makes sense. 19?
1: Uh, 19? Yeah, you give it a little bit of a knock and a little bit of a twist, and the, the pieces start working again, and it starts whirring, and slowly you see the chugging noise starts to pick up again, and it starts to siphon from the air. And the uh, the goblin kind of scratches his chin. Well, not bad, not bad. And who and to who do I have the pleasure of walking in and fixing my shit for me? <laughs> the name's Leif Ironmender. Drys it drip valve. How can I help you?
3: I trained the crocodile to be my friend. Well, uh, we got to do I was to wondering. I've heard uh, it. rumors about a certain we group right of now. people. People with similar skills to this. The, you know, putting a little bit of a magical touch to technology. The Cabal of Five and a third. Wondering if you'd heard anything about them.
1: Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. They got, uh, one of, one of their boys is, uh, lives out of, uh, actually works out of Gadget, or not Gadget, uh, yeah, Gadget Zane, actually.
3: Really? We're headed that way, in fact.
1: Well, if you're looking for information, you probably want to go there. I know the, uh, their base tends to move around when they want it to, but, uh, they, they uh, supposedly it's got a one home spot somewhere in the Barrens, Northern Barrens. North of that mm-hmm. big rent that we heard about coming in, but if you're looking for more information, one of their one of their guys works out of Gaiden's in right now. Know who he is? Uh, he sort of like leaps through uh, some of his documents as he sort of walks over to
3: his desk and pours over a couple of papers. Uh, let's see what I got. Uh, bah, 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 bah. In other words, you're pouring it over your own paper. So uh, the character's pouring it over his paper. Basically, <laughs> uh, it's
1: uh, an orc. Uh, what kind of orc has this name? He says, kind of looking. <laughs> uh, uh, Memgen.
3: Mem.
1: Memgen. M e m e m
3: g e m. GM, so it's not even <laughs> <Huh.
2: coughs>
3: Well, just by the name alone it sounds like the kind of person who would be in a 5 and a third. <laughs> Does he uh, do business up here or how do you even know him?
1: Uh, he comes up occasionally, but he mostly, I mostly hear about him based on the stuff that he gets it down to and engages in
3: Must be a, uh. pretty reputable figure then? Or, uh.
1: Well, uh, certainly. Bad city, certainly that. Uh, but.
3: I mean. It is sort of hard to tell from tone about this sort of thing whether that means he's solving world hunger or actively bringing about the apocalypse. What? Well it's kind of the opposite of what you do. Gotcha, so he makes things stop working. Yeah. Hmm. Also,
1: the opposite of what you do, Mr. Holy Light Man.
3: <laughs> oh, great <to> now.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like like angry green fire kinda. Of Imp powered vehicle kind of thing. Fell. <laughs> Interesting. Techno
3: warlock, I think he called it. Oh, cool. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I guess given my current position, it'll be. It's interesting to hear of someone else taking such an unorthodox route on uh, how to use technology.
0: Huh. Memmjam?
1: Memmgam or something like that. So I, I've never heard anybody pronounce it right I don't even think he can pronounce it right
3: <laughs> well if he pronounces it three different ways I'm sure I'll figure out what else is in this room just in general I'm guessing it's is it just some kind of busy room full of all sorts of basically yeah it's like
1: the, this particular area it's not, it's not the observatory of the, of the lab but it does seem to be sort of like the general workshop you can see tools and scrap metal sort of spread out all over the place Hmm. This is the sound of
3: you know Raymond Scott's powerhouse in the background. <laughs> I feel like every <laughs> time there's a goblin the- around, it just it's playing. That's just the <laughs> default goblin theme song. It's either the sound of that. Electric guitars or things exploding, generally, or preferably all three. <laughs> Explosions make a great base. Just ask the 1812 Overture. 1812 <laughs> Overture, real cannons. or forget it. <laughs> but you... nice.
1: But yeah. So that's okay. um, that's basically what you got of him. Unless you have any more questions.
3: Um. Does it kind of see possibly what he specializes in just by taking a look around here?
1: Uh, Or does he just seem to do everything? He seems to do a little bit of everything, but most of what you see are large devices, like that floguson boiler or, um, like, the giant telescope in the the roof. You suspect that this guy is the guy who builds large stationary objects.
3: Makes sense that that kind of guy would be in charge, then. Yeah. Well, hi, it's a nice operation you've got going. Mm -hmm. I'm uh, glad I could be of assistance. I thank you for the free service keeping it running properly. Thanks for the information.
1: Information's the cheapest thing.
3: I, uh, go ahead and go on my way. Make sure he hasn't blown himself off, I guess.
1: I'm going to go to the blacksmith shop. Alright. Head to the weapons and armor shop. Yeah. So, uh, let, give me one second to pull up this guy.
3: It was really hard to keep myself from going into an accent there.
0: <laughs> to turn into Craig Bolton.
3: Trying to turn into Greg. Yes, it's very tempting. <laughs> Just randomly start going and thinking, "Hey, how can I make money out of this? How many people? How many of these people can I rip off? How many of these people can I?" Uh... Yeah, they're goblins. It's really easy for me not to go into uh, my accents accidentally. (laughs) So much away.
1: And so you you enter you enter the weapon and armor shop, and you you hear a sort of uh, a scratch of a uh, like almost like a record scratch, and then the the very automated canned voice that speaks out. Welcome to Rasbo is Rust Gear. What can I get you today? And then immediately coming out of the uh, the back room is you see a a, a goblin uh, sort of wearing sort of like heavy dark leather outfit with sort of like the big uh, gauge earrings in in both uh, both ears uh, and sort of dark leathers that are obviously stained both with soot and ash. Um, And he kind of, like, wipes his hands clean from some engine grease that he's been working on. Uh, I see. Hey, 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 hey! Good to see a new face in here. Name's Rasbo. Hey, I'm I'm Josh.
4: I'm walking around with a bunch of big people. It's nice to see a friendly face again, though. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. What can I get you? Uh, Well, I was wondering if I could uh, use your forge for the night and uh, manufacture something.
1: Uh, you're a goblin, you know what the price is.
4: Yeah. It's a little much. bit of coin. Yeah?
1: Uh, tell I you what, uh, just for use of it, uh, mm-hmm. I ain't got nothing to do left for the forge today, uh, five silver. Oh.
4: Sure, okay, that sounds good.
1: Good, good, good. Put everything back, don't break nothing. Right. I
4: also need a few, uh, materials.
1: Well, I've got... That was stock prices, you yeah, know what the price, price. of those yeah, is. Yeah, I got the price of that. So, yeah, uh, you can turn however much gold you want to scrap here. Right.
4: And I'm gonna to have to deal with uh, what I'm gonna make.
1: Be, oh, you
4: know, no. off, off, yeah, off camp. Yeah. yeah, this I'll is going to take a little... I'll talk about what you want to make off
1: Yeah, camp. Yeah, but I do have four. Speaking stuff, off, And I'm going to be using my
4: weapons skills and Speaking
1: of. of as all of to you sort of explore this town and get an idea of what you might need to buy and where you might need to rest for the evening because the sun is setting. Yeah. yeah. And there's Axel's Tavern, which is the only real place. Axel's, Axel's Grease Wheel, uh, which is the only place that you can um, really sit down to rest for the evening and might actually keep you out from the bugs, which would be nice. Okay. Uh, as you all look around for a place to stop, that's where we're gonna end for the evening. Okay. So say goodbye, everybody. No. Farewell. Farewell. Good night. Bye.